Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show from the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, there it is, a Wednesday. I put Thursday. Oh, my goodness. It's a Wednesday. I'm just <laughs> ahead of myself. Sorry. Oh, boy's wishing for the weekend. You know, I always, you notice that I always before I start the show, look at my watch? Yes, you do. I always do that because I know I'm going to screw it up. I'm, well, there you go. All right, it's a Wednesday, the 19th day of, yeah, 19th day of April, <laughs> 2023. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. Hello, hello, hello. Hump day. It's hump day. And there is Nelson. Check my watch. Yep, I'm still Nelson. Yeah. Uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. Make sure you got that Odyssey app on your phone so you can listen live, stream, as well as get the podcast after the fact. Also, thebaileyshow.com and on the social, at listen to the BS uh, and on YouTube at The Bailey Show, if you'd like to subscribe. We have a, another guest today, uh, another one of those conversations that I did for the Odyssey check-in with Mike Mushak of Stained, also brand new world premiering Stained, believe it or not, under three minutes uh, <laughs> later on this afternoon, uh, mm-hmm. later in the four o'clock hour, and then we'll run that conversation that I had with Mike Mushak of, uh, of Stained. And, and yes, I do ask him about... Uh, Aaron and and his antics on stage. Um, so we we will have that uh, little bit of a conversation. You know, I feel bad. So here's what's happening with some of these conversations. They get picked up by other outlets. Mm-hmm. And for us at Odyssey and 98 Rock, we are focused on just really the conversation, the music. I mean, we're not out for the clickbait. That's not the bit. I mean, I, it is the business we're in, but we're, it's not the business we're in. Right. Right. We're, we don't we don't put food on the table by how many clicks we get on on a on a post. Right. That's not our thing. We're not selling magazines. Right. Our job is to super serve people to listen to the radio station. That's to come hear what's going on. Yeah. Nothing more. Nothing less. Now, when other outlets get picked up, pick it up. They take my content, our content, and they find what they feel is going to get the most clicks for their websites. Yeah, their websites, their mm-hmm. publication. Yep. I I'm not a, a sabotagey guy when it comes to, you know, these conversations with people. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm I'm going to ask them what I try to ask people what I, I think everybody's thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and, and want to know. And want to know and what's interesting, but I I'm not trying to, you know, be a shock jock or anything like that. But there's cer- certain things that Maybe it's the way that I do it. Maybe it's the way that I ask it. I don't know. The, a lot of times people just feel free to open up to me. Mm-hmm. And they'll say things. And they'll go on a run. And then that can, when picked up from somewhere else, be misconstrued. And so with the M Shadows conversation that we ran for you yesterday, uh, lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold, you know, he's a very outspoken guy. Well-spoken dude. Very outspoken. P- says his piece. And he doesn't give a damn what you think. And I love that. <laughs> I'm the same way. I love that. I think it's great. 
And I asked him about the Metallica tour. You know, mm-hmm. we were there. Yeah. We actually brought Metallica out on stage so fine. for the opening night uh, when they were in Atlanta at, at yeah. Truist Park. And Avenged Sevenfold opened up, and which was a, a double doozy. Very excited because I'm a fan of both, right? And so when I talked to him about, you know, opening for Metallica, he voluntarily gave up the information that they turned that tore down numerous times. They turned out, and I said, "How do you turn down Metallica?" Right? And he ta- mm-hmm. and he said, "Why?" And, and he ex- right, exactly my point. He exp- he explained why, mm-hmm. which was a, a great explanation. If anything, he should be praised for it. Absolutely, because that's how much faith he has in his band and in mm-hmm. himself and in their music that they feel like they're headliners. It wasn't a shot to Metallica. It was just that you know, how is this going to affect our brand? Totally get it. You know, been there, done it. Tot- I mean, not with Metallica, but I totally understand it. <laughs> you open it from Metallica? Totally, totally get it. So these publications, these outlets that have picked it up, that's like the number one thing that they're... they're Honing in on? Yeah, like that's the title of their their clickbait. It's, you know, uh, M. Shadows talks about turning down Metallica. You know, and I guess that's sexy if you're uh, just a music lover and you're, you know, you, you see that in your feed, but I feel bad... Not that I did anything wrong, but I feel bad that that came from my conversation. Right. Is and, that being looked at as negative, though? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, it, it's he responded to one of the the outlets on Twitter in a kind of joking way, you know, kind of referencing that it's the, it's clickbait, you know. But people oh, okay. but when you just that, that's the thing is when people put these headlines up there, they the 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 audience you know the the listener or the viewer or, or the, the the responder whoever's on social media, they're not they're not listening to my full 30 minute conversation absolutely nope. not and they're not they're not going to read the article nope they're just going to see the headline and they're going to come to their own conclusion that m shadows and avenge sevenfold are bad people they turn down metallica they think they're better than metallica right that's the that's the end result that their brain is going to come to mm-hmm because they're spinning a different narrative than what actually was being put out. Yeah. So I, f- I don't know. I feel bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I, woke, I woke up this morning and I saw all these different posts and I got some messages from some people and 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 you know some like well, good job, man. I was like, how'd you get him to say this? And I was like, well, he didn't say that. Right. Like that, that's not. Did, I said, do you did you read the did you read the article? Did you listen? To the, no. Nope. Well, no, I, I haven't had a chance to, but I want to get to it. But yet you you contacted me. Mm-hmm. I got the headline. That's all I needed. That's all you needed. <laughs> and I feel bad. At least, you know, after hearing the interview and you having talked with him you and seeing his Twitter responses, you know he's smart enough to know that you didn't ask a gotcha question. Well, I hope not. Like, I, I think he is, so, man. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have a way to get in contact with him, but I, I wanted to get into his DMs and be like, for some reason, like go this this long. Hey man, I'm really sorry. Like I feel bad. I don't know if I should feel bad. No, don't get in his DMs. No. He definitely knows. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the conversation. It was a great interview. You guys both left it smiling and happy. I don't think he thinks at all that you were malicious in any way. Well, I wasn't trying to be. No, definitely. I not. don't want to be that guy. Right. You the I guess the only thing you wouldn't want him to think was that you were the one that sent the oh, this is it. I'm gonna send this out to as they call it, the trade publications and the other annou- make an announcement that he turned down Metallica. That also crossed my mind. Like right. I bet you this stupid radio person is sitting there just 
sending this story out with this headline. <laughs> I, he's he's got to be. I mean, they've been doing it long enough. Right. He's smarter than know that. But that was what was going through my head today. I get that. You know, and it, it it really you know not too much gets in my head, but that really got in my head. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. God, I'm a prod. You know, because when. The, to be honored to do this for our company, and Odyssey has allowed me to be on all these, you know, different uh, different platforms within the company across the country. You're going to, if the right question is asked and the right answer is given, other people are going to pick it up because you're providing them content. In mm-hmm. return, we get the promotion of, hey, download the Odyssey app, listen to the check-in, all that stuff. And what I get out of it is at Mr. Jason Bailey. Right. Right. So it's everybody wins. And the artist gets to promote what they get to promote on different levels. And it's always good. I mean, I, the old saying of, you know, no, uh, any promotion is good promotion. I don't know if that still holds true in 2023. But let me ask you this. Did you feel bad when we did the, the story about the guy in Australia and they're using that audio now to, like, send him to jail? Oh, from the podcast? Yeah. Did you feel? Because you didn't say you felt bad about that. So what she's talking about is... <laughs> There's a show. Uh, this is before we started here, but there, there there's a uh, there's a show on Netflix. It's like the Crocodile Wrangler or something, something. like that. Yeah. And the guy, his name's Matt Wright. He was very nice. Uh, and so I I interviewed him, and uh, it, like the day that I interviewed this guy, there was a news story that was like buried about a helicopter crash, and one of his buddies died, and mm-hmm. they kind of covered up the evidence because they thought what they were doing was the right thing to do and it like in australia this is it became a big deal it's like i i've been i'm different i'm in a different <laughs> australian publication like, yeah i had i had uh reporters from australia reach out to me for comment that's cool and i was well i just asked them i said you know what happened dude you know i just kind of read that like i kind of was gonna blow by it and it just blew up like on our youtube page there's like thousands of views on this thing big deal big deal you could be going to jail, but and no. they're using our audio in court. <laughs> but to answer your question, no, I don't feel bad. So what's the difference? I don't know. Okay. You tell me. I, that's what I'm trying to find out. I'm like, you never said you felt bad about that. This man might go to jail. See, this because is just like he's not going to interview other people in Australia, and it's going to salt the earth for him doing that. But if he has, a, if he leaves a bad taste in him, Shadow's mouth, music is a very small world. Maybe I would feel a little bad. Uh, yeah, uh, I go to jail. I would think a Australian little bit. jail. It's kind of weird. <laughs> well, you didn't put him there. All right. Uh, end of this hour, we'll do. You don't know Jeff Les Claypool's fearless flying frog brigade tickets will go in your hand. Hopefully, uh, you have a baby on a plane. Well, this baby made this guy go absolutely bananas. I guarantee you have never heard someone get so upset over a crying baby as you will hear here in just a few minutes. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Crying babies can be very annoying. Yes. They can. I think we all can agree on that. Yes. But they're babies. Exactly. Right. Depends on the situation. Now, if you're on an airplane, not much you can do. Baby's ears might be popping. You just, if you're a grown man, you're going to have to just, uh, you know. Put your headphones on and turn on a movie or some music. Now, if you're in a place where the parent is not doing their job and the kid's flipping out, you could probably be a little irritated. This guy now, he's he's 110% wrong, even though he makes some really good points. (laughs) 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 It's one of these, like, wait till you hear this audio. It's one of those things where you're going... You're absolutely freaking crazy. You're nuts. 
God, you know, but that does make sense. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what we know so far. It was a Southwest flight, shocker, to Orlando, Florida. This couple uh, was going there to vacation, I'm assuming. Um, the black guy probably, I think he's like early 60s. Nikki, you he's think he's definitely not 60. He's either in his late 40s or his early 50s. And his wife, uh, heavy set white woman, she looked a little rough. She looked very rough. I have no idea how old she is. I want to say she looked 40 or 50, and she'll probably be like, I'm 30. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, this guy, I mean, we're going to go through this audio. This guy, uh, just flips out. I mean, because the baby's screaming. Go ahead. Uh, just start. We'll stop and go here. X, <laughs> X1. He's like, I was, I was sleeping. The plane hasn't taken off yet, right? No, they're in the air at this point. Oh, they are. They are in the air. Yes. So they flying. had to make an emergency landing. No, I think they probably weren't very far from where they were landing in Orlando. So they just called ahead oh. to have the police kind of on deck. Oh, okay. Yes. So these people had, to, they had no choice but to endure they this guy. They had to endure it, yes. So this guy is cussing up a storm, mm-hmm. flipping out. Losing his mind. Losing his mind because this baby, which we think was maybe a, a toddler. toddler. They're saying it was a toddler um, in the comment section of people who were watching the video and some people who were on the flight. So they're saying it was a toddler, and the toddler had been crying for a significant amount of time. He is accurate about that, and I guess he just lost it. Yeah, yeah, really lost it. All right, good. I'm not screaming. They want me to scream? They want me to scream? Please stop the baby. Please. Please. That child was a black baby. I know you're not going there. You're not going there. I'm going there. They're not in Florida yet. You can't do what. What does that mean? We're not in Florida. Like the, the, like the state of Florida have a rule against acting like an idiot. And- well, what I took from it was that like we're almost there. Like, dude, chill. We're we're flying. We're almost to where we're going. And he's like, we ain't in Florida yet. No, I took it as him saying, like, I guess in Florida, that the because of their laws and things that happen there, he's saying, you guys can't do nothing to me right now because we're not in Florida yet. So then when we get there, because now they're threatening to call the police on him is what's happening. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in international air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically like, I have rights. I have a lawyer, too. I don't care if you guys are going to call the cops. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a sticky situation, right? If you're almost there, there's no place to make an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. And you've got a problem. Uh, the flight attendant was a pretty good sized dude, you know, but I mean, I'm sure they have restrictions of what and, and you don't want to have you don't want to cause a ruckus in here unless you have to. Right. I think the flight attendants were as professional and but stern at the same time I agree. as they could be. Yeah, basically. I agree. The, the, the main dude in the video, he yeah. did a good job. Yeah, because he's at one point he's like. Um, don't tell me not to yell. The baby's yelling. He's like, you're a grown man. Like, are you kidding me right now? That was one of the points that, I mean, I don't know if we got there yet in the audio, but Mm -mm. it's one of the points where he he does, I mean, (laughs) just kind of have a point. (laughs) (laughs) The baby can yell. This, Hey, by the way, this is what happens when we all want to be treated equally, (laughs) right? If the baby can yell, 
Well, let me go. So can I. You know, he that's... called the baby a pot baby. He goes, that's a pot baby. What's a pot baby? I don't oh, know. He like... called him a crack baby. I thought it said sounded like pot, but it's real hard to it's real hard to hear. He said a crack baby. So that man called that other person's baby a crack baby. I yes. kill him. Where? Yeah. Where they? Where are the parents at? Mm. Um, the parents were on the flight. I don't know if was it was... a husband wife. Just a. It doesn't say who they were because there was somebody yelling back at him that was a man. I don't know if that was the child's parent or that was just another person on the flight because the guy who was filming it was a man too and he was just laughing. Oh, he was great. Like <laughs> he's he's probably one of the best parts about the video, and and the and the woman next to him, they're laughing their ass off. Yes. All right, go ahead. Did you pay X? Did the baby pay extra to yell? And he called the baby an MFR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's now, so this is where I have a problem. Like, I'm all for cuss words. Like, I, I, I'm a fan if they're used properly and in the right spots. Uh, love my favorite word in the English language is the F bomb. Amen. And, but you, you can't use it when, if you use it all the time, you're trash. You have to pick your spots. If, and, and what I don't like is, Going out in public and so, me not having control of someone making like my family, especially my daughter, uncomfortable. I don't like that excessive cussing and all that stuff in public either from from adults or kids. I just can't stand it. This guy too much. Way too much. Somebody should have throat punched him. No. Really? I mean, they I, like I, I would have been so furious. I'm not saying I would have throat punched him, but I'm just saying I would have been so furious. I, I, I just yelling at the guy is not going to do anything. So you either have to do one one of two things. You have to go up there and be like, hey, man, I understand you're mad. We're all irritated right now, but there's other people on this plane. Can you please just just please just just please stop cussing so much? I've got kids. Maybe that would have worked. That would not have worked. The, both of the flight attendants tried to talk to this man. He wasn't listening to anybody, including his wife. So if that's the case, then you throw a punch. Then you guys were just going to be tussling. That's it. Oh, no, it's not going to tussle. He was not going to listen it's, to you. It's got, I got my special throat punch glove. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just it. You don't come back from the special throat punch glove. All right, give me uh, a little bit more. Well, that the wife said to him, he goes, "You're tripping." <laughs> he said, "I'm triggered." <laughs> oh, I thought she, I thought the wife turned him and goes, "You're tripping." He goes, "I'm tripping." That's no, what I one too. of the ladies said um, something like, "You're triggered" or something, I and hate he that said, word. "I'm triggered." Oh. She said, "You're triggering me" or something like that, and he's like, "I'm triggered about such a new aged word." Exactly, uh, word. everybody uses it Hold for on. everything. Finish it. Okay. 
And then they finally land, and then uh, the cop the, the cops didn't throw him down to the ground though. Yeah, you know, but he didn't want to get off the plane. But they didn't forcefully remove him. It was a, he eventually got off. Yeah, he eventually got off. But when they uh, initially landed, he did not want to get off the plane. They had to come on, and it doesn't show what happened. But one of the people on the plane said that it was an issue getting him off. He believes in what he was doing. He's going to go to court yeah. before a yeah. judge, and he is going to argue the hell out of this and saying, I'm suing the baby. He's right. going to sue the baby. I guarantee he's going to sue the baby. He said he's already got an attorney. Mm-hmm. He's well, ready. That's that's a line. I mean, we all got one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got? Headlines. First round. I'm going to give you the latest CDC update on COVID, and I'm going to tell you when the Earth is set to end again. Oh, very cool. Good news for everybody. Right. At, least, <laughs> at, least, at least you know when it's going to end. Yep. All right. Get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right. Here we go. First round of headlines. Nikki D, please. It's no longer a pandemic, but COVID is still very present. H1. And the news comes as the FDA today authorized a second optional booster shot for people 50 and older. So the FDA has greenlit a second dose of an updated COVID-19 booster for older adults. Um, This comes because people, of course, are still contracting COVID. There is a new variant that's out that people are contracting these days. And they're saying that only 17 percent of the population got the initial boosters that came out. Um, when they initially had people go in and getting those COVID shots and boosters. And I have to say myself, I didn't go back to get either boosters at all. I did. You did? Yeah. You got one or both? I think I got, I think, I don't, I don't remember. See? I think I got both. I did. I got both. You got mm-hmm. both boosters? I got both, but I think I'm supposed to update. It's like updating your like Google Chrome. Right? Yeah. But, but I don't know the rules now. Like when See, that's the thing too, um, at the beginning that everybody was talking about it and like you either mm-hmm. bought into it or you didn't buy into it. Mm-hmm. I was one of those that bought into it. So I did it and I'm still alive, which is cool. It is. Know. Cause the original I didn't vaccines. lose my uh, testicles or anything. <clears throat> not so. even one. Yeah. The original vaccines are not even authorized for use anymore. I don't understand what if you, I think I said this at the beginning of this whole deal. If you want people to take them, send it to their house. Like you can take, you can pick up and take so many medicines at your house. Mm-hmm. Just send the damn needle to somebody's house. A lot of people can't give themselves shots, and and I wouldn't want to just start sending needles out to people. That's dangerous. Then ask your neighbor. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> give people guidelines and say, hey, you're next for your update because you give them all the information when you take the shots. You have my address. You have all my medical information. Send me a letter or something saying, hey, it's time for you to take your next booster shot or. Or something like that. Well, they're not that big, though. They're just like little little prickers. They're not that. You want to see a needle? Uh, you you want to watch me take my testosterone? It's the worst. Yeah. Such where you, a long where needle. Do you, where do you stick yourself at? In butt cheek. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to show me your butt? Well, I mean, this is medical. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine when it's medical. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do it like, you know, I, I'm still trying to find a, a, a testosterone clinic here in Sacramento uh, or Roseville. Um but uh, so I have a, you know, I have my my stash, oh. and you know, I used to go into the place back in Atlanta, and they would do it for me. Oh, okay. and now I have to do it myself, but I can't Ooh. do it like they did it. Uh, uh-uh. you know, because they they would pinch and, and pop. pop. Yeah, I can do it for you. I'm sure you can, but let's not do. If you that. want me to uh-huh. to watch you do it? I can just do it for you. Well, I just said you want to see a needle because oh. I it's a slow burn. Like I just yes, it once it pierces the skin, everything is good. I'm like, oh, I can't oh. stand it after that. No. Anyway, 
Go ahead. I'll show you, though. I'm going to do it. It's medical. <laughs> the world may be ending on Sunday, so grab an umbrella. H2. Can we survive what's coming for us? The sun's radiant heat is responsible for the existence of all life on Earth. What transpires, though, if the radiation spirals out of control and suddenly hurls billions of tons of charged solar material in our direction? That's according to BolaVIP.com. There's a new conspiracy theory that says an apocalypse of some sort is going to happen this Sunday, April the 23rd. They're saying an intense solar storm is coming. Things are going to start falling out of the sky. So get you some umbrellas and be ready. Uh, they've watched the, the <laughs> knock at the cabin door too much where everything's falling out of the sky. Who, who are these people? Why are we supposed to believe them? Because he's got a, a kind of a weird accent? Well, because in 2021, Dr. Mark Morris, who is a professor of astrology at UCLA, explains that there is some sort of apocalypse that is supposed to happen and is going to be caused by the sun. But of course, he didn't say it's happening now. Um, Hold on for a second. There's no such thing as some kind of apocalypse. It's either an apocalypse or it's not an apocalypse. Well, there's I mean, not. There's, you can't half apocalypse us. There's yeah. zombie apocalypse. There's a meteorite apocalypse. I understand that, yeah. but, but that's that's a specific type of a, an apocalypse. Gotcha. Apocalypse means the end. Mm. You can't kind of win. You, Fair. You win. Well, I think they're saying that because they don't know what's going to happen. They think something's going to come down out of the sky. They're saying it's the end of the world. Nobody knows that. So that's why I say some sort, because they don't really know. But NASA did predict that we're going to have a solar storm. NASA? Yeah, NASA. The The, what? The Bahamas? No, NASA. Oh, NASA. I thought you said NASA. It's like, what do the Bahamas have to do with this? (laughs) NASA has predicted that a solar storm is going to hit the Earth tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow. Oh, so it's tomorrow now. That's what NASA is saying. Now, what the parameters are for what NASA think is going to happen, maybe just a couple of rocks. Are so fall. solar storms happen often, by the way. Well, they do. Yeah. I mean, but we don't see them. No, but you know when they get in, like your cell phone starts acting funky. Radio, like if you've been in this business for any period of time, solar storms will get, you know, you're like, oh, we can't hear you. We can't hear you in Folsom. What's going on? You know, the, it's a, and then you would say to the listener, well, it's because there's a solar storm right now. And be like, what? Huh? It's a solar storm. It doesn't make any sense. Well, they're they're real, and they do. They get in the, the way of frequencies. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the end of the world. So th- this th- these people are saying that the sun's going to shoot. Yeah, the sun's going to explode. Yeah. And it's going to shoot big, like, raining down. Think about fire just coming down. That's what it is. Yeah. Well. That is how the world's going to end, but it's not going to happen on Sunday. That's why I have a metal umbrella. Five billion years is when (laughs) real scientists are predicting the sun's going to blow up. Yeah. Well, I'll be ready. I won't be here. Oh, I will. You're going to be here in five billion years? Because those medical needles. Right. (laughs) Making me feel young and good and strong and thin and all that stuff. (laughs) All right. Oh. Jeff, ready? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. That's your job. He's not. It's your fault. Okay. Uh, Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade with special guest Moon Duo. Those are the passes. Those are the tickets. If you want them, I need you on the phone now. I need two players. 916-909-0985. By the way, this show's at the Hard Rock Live July 11th. you got to be 21 or up to go or be accompanied by someone that's 21 or up. Either or. 
Either or. All right. You don't know Jeff how it works is Jeff is a five times, five times, five times, five times, five times world heavyweight Jeopardy champion. He's really, really smart, and he won all kinds of money on the game show some years back. That's Team Jeff. You can pick that team if you want, or you can take Team Bailey D. We have to. Put we gotta. We gotta do better this week. Both of our brains together in order to beat them. It's up to you. You pick. You choose. And we'll give out these tickets again. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Need some players? You don't know Jeff is up next. It's the BS on ninety eight Rock. Someone's gonna get these questions right, and it's not gonna be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called. You don't know Jeff. Don't know Jeff. That's a good camera angle. Good camera angle, Nikki. I just see a window. You had an hour and a half to do that. Now you can't figure it out because you have the wrong camera. Anyway, thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And there is the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time world Jeopardy champion, Jeopardy Jeff. How are you, my friend? Good afternoon to you both, to all three of you, actually. Good to see you. Yeah, hey, you, you, look, you look smart today. Do we look smart? Oh, you always look smart. <laughs> uh, I believe I'm just, you. Look, I'm in a really good mood, so, you know, just go just be, go with me on it. Oh, wh- why? Why are you in a good mood? What happened? No, I just, I just got back from a professional conference. I got to hang out with my friends, have a few drinks, learn some stuff. It was fun. You're, you're a crazy party guy. You went on a conference and learned things? That's a... I know. I actually chaired the conference, so I was in charge of like 650 people. It was wacky. Wow. Slow down, and we're going to give you a gift and take you to rehab. That's nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't mean I was in charge of 650 people drinking. I just was the... <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade. Those are the passes that we have. Hard Rock Live, July 11th. And we've got Don uh, in North Highlands. Don, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You can pick either Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D. Let's go with Jeff. Okay. Well, we'll put you on hold. You're good call, our, Don. You're not our you're not our friend. Jeff in Auburn, you're stuck with me and Nikki. All right. All right. Yeah, that I'll, sounds good. <laughs> all right. We'll do our best. Hang all on. All right. Nobody's get nobody gets excited for us. He sounded excited. Understandably so. All right. Uh so your buzz in Jeff is what? All right, Nikki D. Fave. And mine is woo. So if we buzz in, it's Team Bailey D. We get to answer for shots. And if we get it wrong, Jeff gets the steal and vice versa. Whoever gets the point uh, or whoever gets it right gets the point for their person that we're playing for. And then whoever has the most points at the end obviously wins. Nelson, take it away. In the category of ancient Egypt. By what name were the kings or rulers known? That'd be Bailey D. Pharaohs. Pharaohs. Pharaohs is correct. Boom! Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That was Nate's dog. Oh, that's right. I missed that dog. That's such a good dog. Staying in Egypt, how many pyramids of Giza were made? Woo! Team Bailey D. That's six. It was six of them? Six. Six. I didn't know. I just, Why did you say? Because so I want it to be confident. confident. I want it to be confident. Jeopardy Jeff, how many ta- how many pyramids of Giza were there? I am likewise. I'm about as confident as you are, but I thought it was going to be eight. Ooh, seven. 
Three. There were three. three the three, three. pyramids uh, of Giza. I'm yes. never going to guess an odd number. Never. Oh, <laughs> I did not do that to trip you up, but that is the correct answer. Okay. Three. Right. Moving on to animals. Since they have no eyelids, how do get Team Bailey D? Who doesn't have eyelids? Alligators. It's not like he was going to say geckos. What did I buzz in? You buzzed in, Me? and we don't even have a question. You don't know which animal it is. We don't know what he was going to say since the animal don't have Five, eyelids. It sounded like he was going to say, "How do geckos four, blink or something?" Three, or moisturize their eyes. The answer is alligator. Okay, One. we'll just say alligator. Alligator's the answer. Yep. Of course not. Jeff and Jeff, <laughs> since they have no eyelids, how do geckos wet their eyes? With their tongues. That is correct. Ah! Man, stop hitting the thing. My camera gets all messed up. Jesus. (laughs) They lick their eyes, yes, to keep them. I would have guessed tongue if I heard the whole question. I told you you said something with a gecko. Oh, we would have got that point. (laughs) This animal used to be brought into mines to detect. Team Bailey Dean. Roaches. No, Roaches? no, 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 no. Into mines. I know, I know. I heard the question. What it, animal it, like burrows? Oh, it's a uh, the bird. It's a bird. It's not a bird. It is a bird. I promise you it's a okay, bird. Okay, what kind of bird? It's a, it's a uh, parakeet. Parakeet. Parakeet's the answer. Okay, parakeet. Parakeet. No. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff, this no. animal used to be brought into mines to detect carbon monoxide. Yeah. That would be the canary in a coal mine. Canary! The canary in a coal mine. (laughs) See, I was right. Would you have taken bird? I would not have taken bird. I was looking for this bird. I couldn't think of it. Canary. I See, you thought (laughs) I was crazy. I did. (laughs) She did not trust you. No. Parakeet. Damn, stupid. In the category of music, what was the name of the group that Justin Timberlake was Team Bailey D. NSYNC. NSYNC is correct. Yeah. NSYNC would be... Correct. That would be the group that made him first famous. Where we at? Where we at? Two two. We're tied. Two really? Yes. Two two. They same. Staying in music. In which country did ACDC? Bailey D. Australia. Australia. Originated in Australia. Get up. What up? Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) In the category of science. What is the boiling point of water in Jeopardy, Jeff? 212 degrees Fahrenheit or 100 Celsius. I think you were about to say Celsius, so I'll say 100. 100 degrees Celsius is correct. God, that's That's a great... I mean, (laughs) you can't answer a question better than that. No, he really (laughs) heard that... in Celsius. And then as I was saying it, I realized you were about to say Celsius. Wow. <laughs> Celsius was Strong. what I was looking for. Igneous and classic are types of what? Faith. Team Bailey D. <laughs> oh. This is science? This is science still? Those are, those coal. Are, no, the rocks. Rock. Oh, coal is a rock. Well, well, I don't know about that. Just I think he wants a specific five. rock. Did you say Four. rock? Okay, we'll say rock. Rock. Rock, yes. Igneous rock and a little bit of a trick in there. Classic rock, not a science, but still a type of rock. Did you get my text? No. It says, don't question me ever again. Oh, please. (laughs) Don't question him ever again. In the category of board games, in chess, 
The queen has the combined movement of which two pieces? Boo. Fave. Team Bailey D. That would be the, the king. The king and the What's the other one? The horse. The ho- the uh, the pawn. pawn. The king and a pawn. King and a pawn. King and a pawn. I, I don't know. I don't play chess. Incorrect. Jeopardy Jeff, which two chess pieces have the combined movements that give the queen the, the same? <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the pawn and the rook. Rook! Mm, no, it would oh. be the bishop and the rook because oh. the bishop and the rook can move as far as they want in any direction that they're allowed to move. How do you not know? You have to play chess. How do you not I, know never, that? I am not a chess player. No. Really? Okay. Maybe yeah. this one. Into it. Maybe this board game question is more up your alley. In order to be able to move backwards, a chess. Yeah. Team Bailey D. We did not even hear. I God. think we're talking about checkers, though. Uh, that's Maybe. what I thought too. To but go backwards, you have to have two two, two pieces of the same two yeah. checkers. Yeah, two, two checkers. Two checkers. Two checkers. Side is so stupid. Jeopardy, Jeff. In order to be able to move backwards, a checker must be. I think the term you're looking for is kinged. I would have right. accepted king or crown. I don't king know what part crown. of the country you're from, but we call it doubled up. <laughs> we call it two stackers. Two stackers, where Nikki's from. I call it doubled up. She calls it two stackers. <laughs> that one's under investigation, that question. I don't know. What's the score? Four piece? Four up. It's tied up. It's tied, Jeff. It's tied. Here we go. In the category of the human body. What is the medical term for rich man's disease? Five. Rich man's Four. disease. Four. Woo. Three. Babe. Team Bailey D. M- muscitis. Muscitis. I was going to say um, Alzheimer's. Oh, that's, that's better than muscitis. Let's say Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's? Yeah. Old timers? Alzheimer's. 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 Alzheimer's is. That's a good guess. Good guess. Yeah. Good guess. Way to be there. Way to be there. <laughs> Rich man's disease. That's the common ner- t- term for this medical term. A yeah, condition I, I've that, heard it before, but it's not coming to me. I'll say arthritis. Ooh, it is not arthritis. Mm. A condition that I suffer from myself. It's called gout. You have oh. gout? I have. I suffer from gout attacks because of my poor diet. Yes, I do. Wow. That's mm. my grandfather inform- had gout. Information I didn't need to know today. <laughs> it's just a buildup of crystals. That's all it is. It's, it's uric not, acid. It's uric acid. It is uric. We didn't have to say uric because now he's going to think urine. But yeah, it is technically a buildup of uric acid. Well, and I say this on a serious note, okay, as a friend. <laughs> Good luck with your gout. <laughs> In the category of mythology. Oh, this is right on my squisher. <laughs> What is the name of the home of the Greek gods? Safe. That would be Jeopardy Jeff. No, it wouldn't. Olympus. That's Olympus. No. <laughs> Mount Olympus is. That's not correct. That, that's not correct. He said Olympus, not Mount Olympus. Well, I only have Olympus down here, so Olympus is the name. It's Olympus like- is a camera. Mount Olympus is where they live. <laughs> that's crap. You are a crappy host. That's oh, no. crap. <laughs> Now who's getting all competitive? Now here? I'm yeah. pissed. Well, if you, I mean, you, you're either smart or you're not smart. Obviously, the guy hosting it right now is not smart because of his gout. It's the gout clouding my brain. Gout got in his brain. Usually it goes to the joints, but today it's in my brain. Mm. This god is known as the messenger of the gods. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff. 
Uh, Mercury or Hermes, depending on your tradition. Ooh, he gave us two answers, both correct. Oh, must be nice to give two answers. I know. They're the same yeah. name. It's the same guy. I didn't ask Greek or Roman. You have two strikes, one more in your gout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> in the Hold on, what's the score? Can we come back? Oh, yeah. yeah Six to four? Yeah, come on, go. In the category of beverages. Mm. Which country invented tea? Woo! Safe. That would be Bailey D. China. China, definitely. China is correct. Let's he go. thought we were going to say England. I don't know what he thought we was going to say. We on a roll. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> In the category of beverages still, iced tea, lemonade, and... What? Oh. Team Bailey D. Ooh, that was a bad one. <laughs> we don't know the question. Ice tea and lemonade make Arnold Palmer. No, no, that's what he, that's what I was going to say. But he's asking for what goes into. <sighs> yeah, let's it's say Arnold Palmer. All we can say, we don't know. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to ask for a Long Island iced tea. Um, iced tea, lemonade, and vodka is known as a what? No, I just gave the answer. That's a drunken Arnold Palmer. Well, actually, oh. the term we are looking for is a John Daly. A John Daly. No one oh, knows that. I have no idea. Everybody that knows that. That's pretty obscure. That is extreme. That. No one. I have never. I, I know so much more than you, and I have never heard that. It's in my entire life of America. No person listening to this show right now has heard that. Now, it's interesting if that's true. But and not accurate. during trivia. You can't <laughs> can't ask stupid questions. Is that my third strike? Then? You're gout. <laughs> I'm going to knock you gout in a second. Come on, we got a chance to come back. In the category of jewelry, this precious metal is antimicrobial and the best conductor. Team Bailey D. That's. We didn't hear the rest of the question. It's it- the best conductor of something. It's probably uh, heat. Yeah, copper. Gold. Okay. Heat, gold, gold. Let's go gold. Gold, gold, gold. Gold. Bam. Oh my gosh. God. Antimicrobial and the best conductor of electricity is what precious metal? Electricity. Jeopardy Jeff. I think it's platinum. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's what we're going yeah, with. Yeah, it is. And it is Silver, silver, naturally oh, antimicrobial. Silver. Okay. And the best conductor of electricity. Right. Diamonds are commonly advertised as being free of this. Fave. Team Bailey D. Um, diamonds are free, free of, of your of... left hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, scratches. scratches. Isn't that what they say? Scratches on the diamonds. Flawless. Im- impurities. They're fr- impurities. Impurities. But I think they do have impurities because you can get a bad diamond. Oh. Diamonds are free Five, of disease. Four, Let's just go with impurities. impurities. It's not disease. Impurities is incorrect. Mm. I knew that wasn't right. Commonly advertised as free of this. New Jeopardy Jeff. I'm going to say inclusions. <laughs> inclusions would be incorrect. They would be free of conflict. Conflict-free diamonds. Oh, or the blood oh. diamond. Not a blood diamond. Sold. That is a very good question. Thank I, you. That's, yes, what, that's what I was thinking. Thank you. I was thinking, how do? how is it, the, but conflict, that's good. That was good. Okay. Uh, is that it? We're done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have more questions if you'd like. No, we're out of time. Out of time. <laughs> Six to five. So Six to that five. Was 
Yeah. Good call. Good game. If Bailey stops buzzing in before we hit a question, <laughs> yeah, we could stand a chance. Well today. Good oh, for Don. Oh, yeah. Well, when we do listen throughout the whole thing, it would be nice if you knew something. <laughs> I knew about the gecko if we could have heard it. That's the only one you would have gotten right. That would have put us at a tie. Yeah. <laughs> we would have stood a chance. Tiebreaker. Exactly. Uh, well, that's what you get when your partner's <laughs> failed her GED test. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole diploma with two seals on it. Get into oh, it. Two diplomas? I have a diploma with two seals on it. Get into it. Okay? You have a diploma from what? High school. <laughs> Brainiac. Yeah, very. <laughs> and what are your seals? Very. Like, arr, arr. no, the That's seals are college prep and vocational. I have both of them. Okay, so you got seals that said you could have gone. No, to I'm an overachiever, so I took more classes than needed. Okay, so I have two seals on my diploma because that's how smart I am. So pretty much your diploma says you're an idiot because you did more than what you needed to do. No, my diploma right? says I'm <laughs> freaking smart. Did anybody else get this? I need help that's from you today, says. so yes, I will agree with you. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, Nelson. I've been getting beaten Come up in this game. Come on, Nelson. I need a win. It doesn't matter unless your diploma has the word university. (laughs) That doesn't matter either. I got community college, okay, but it's still a diploma. Jeopardy, Jeff, congratulations, Don. Uh, Congratulations, you got the Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade passes. Special guest, Moon Duo, Hard Rock Live, July 11th. Uh, We'll have more to give away this week. Uh, Jeopardy, Jeff, on Facebook. Please give him a follow, give him a like, have a conversation. He's a hell of a guy. Uh, It was good seeing you, good talking. Good win, my friend, good win. Always a pleasure, and I am Gouda here. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. See you, buddy. See ya. Oh, my God. I never knew what gout was. Yeah, it's a collection of uh, uric acid that becomes uh, crystals, and it uh, centers in uh, the joints and then causes pain, inflammation, and redness. But you, you want it. I don't want it. Well, you, obviously you do if you caused it. No, I mean, red meat and eating like crap is what caused it. So you do want it. It's your choice to eat like crap. Yeah, but So you enjoy gout. I, I've never heard anybody enjoy gout before. Go ahead and stand up for yourself, Nelson. I feel like there's no way for me to win. So, yeah, I do. I love gout. Well, there you go. That's all I, I wanted to hear. It makes you want to stand up in gout. Yeah, or twist in gout. Twist in gout, yes. Well, not, not much twisting with the joints being in pain, but sure. Right? Oh my god, it I mean, like, if he chooses to eat the way he does and he has gout, then he must love gout. And I've never heard anyone say they love gout so much. He no. doesn't love it. He's just saying it because you're saying it to him. No gout about it. Now he's ripping off my gimmick. Nobody I loves gout. Everywhere I go, issues. I work with one of those. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff ripped you off first. Uh, hey, just never know who someone is, especially this guy in Virginia. And what he got popped for. You would think the guy at the golf course would be straight arrow Gennaro. Yeah. Not this guy. Think about this for those that are listening. Think about somebody that is in your life that you thought was, you know, your neighbor. Somebody in your neighborhood. They were fine. They were good. And then it comes out, they do fill in the blank. Mm. That's what this story is about. And if you got one yourself, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I always find it humorous when something happens to somebody that you know and you're like, wow, I'm so shocked. I'm so startled. I can't believe they were the ones to do something like that. Let me tell you, everybody's got skeletons. Everybody's into freaky stuff. Everybody's got a past. 
You should not be shocked if somebody does something out of the norm. Because most people, they put up a front every single day. And it's not because they're trying to be fake. I know it sounds like it's being hypocritical, but you have to in order to you know be accepted by your peers and be a part of the world, right? So this guy in Virginia, he's a GM of a golf course. You're thinking, well, he's a GM of a golf course. Probably a pretty straight guy, right? Yes. Good dude. You go out there, you play golf, you see him, and you're like, hey, Craig, how you doing? His name's Craig Lucky. Hey, Craig, how you doing, buddy? He's like, I'm good. Good luck today. What are you doing? 18 holes? Yeah, 18 holes. All right, excellent. Well, this guy was arrested um, after an employee found his phone in the women's bathroom. He had uh, been recording on and off for the last several months. So he was charged with five counts of unlawful filming. Uh, Why people film in the bathroom? What are you trying to pick up? What do you think is going to happen in the bathroom? I don't know. They may have some nasty fetish where they like hearing women use the bathroom and then he could be old Ooh. school with the whole look up the skirt thing, which right. I, I don't know. I don't really get it. You tell me. what? Who are you talking to right now? I'm not talking to anybody. Who are you texting? You asked me to do something. I'm multitasking. Well, don't multitask when we're having a call. I need you to look at me. I can't I can't, can't talk to you if you're not looking at me. It bothers me. It upsets me. Are you looking at me now? I'm looking at you. Okay, thank Can you. you. I appreciate me? it. Uh, so what do women do in the bathroom? You tell me. They use the bathroom and wipe themselves. From- Boop! That's what they do. Yeah, like, why would you want to see that? What do you do in front of the mirror? Like, do you do anything that a guy would want to be turned on by? No, you fix your clothes. You make sure you look good. Your stuff ain't hanging out. You guys never break into, like, a pillow fight or something in there? No. Take your tops off and then just kind of hug a little bit? No. You don't pick your, like, you probably, I mean, you do things like probably guys do, right? You pick your nose, pick your eyebrows, pick your whatever. You don't do it with your fingers. You get you some tissue or something in your nose. You get it out, put it in trash. Nothing that would be sexy on film. No, No. nothing at all. Oh. Nothing at all. Especially not somewhere you could put a phone. You know what I mean? So it's not like even that he's getting like a, let's say, a, a really filthy, like a toilet shot or something. You can't lay us an iPhone inside a toilet face up. Yeah, that's the other thing I was trying to think of. Because this happens often. You, you'll you'll see you know stories of people putting a phone like in the Target uh, change room or something like that. So I guess you can you can trigger it off if you have an Apple Watch. But it's not like you have... Right, you're not like connected to. Uh-huh. It's not like you have a ring camera. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So you have to. This guy would have had to have turned his phone on, put it in the bathroom, left it in there for a period of time, and then gone back in there and grabbed it and see what it. See oh. what it, it's like. It's like leaving a crab trap out. Right. It's not like fishing where if you you, you right. know you got something on the line, it's like you go back a couple days later and see if any crabs got in the trap. Oh, is the bathroom there though like how it is at the gym? Are women showering in here because they've been playing golf? That's a good question. Is this like a country club type situation? Right. You know, I didn't even think about that. I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's kind of like a public course. Yeah. And it's just there's no stalls. Just stalls, yeah. Yeah, just like you would walk into any business. Like a rest a area stall. Yeah, I'm envisioning like this is country club and like he's trying to catch women showering. That's oh. the only thing that makes me think why he would put it in there. Oh, well, that makes sense. Then I'd put yeah. my phone in there then. That makes no, sense. No, you should not put your phone in there. That's still <laughs> private. These what? ladies are showering to leave and be fresh and not sweaty. It's private between him and them. He's no. not sharing it. Curve. How do you, you defend yourself? Like, whoops, I left my phone and I, I was cleaning up. Uh-huh. Negative. Uh, yeah. Negative. <laughs> there is no defense. You are busted, which is why he's in trouble. But why would you use your phone? Because it, it goes right back to you. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and they, they went into his house and they says that uh, they've got more charges after they went into this guy's house. So he's probably got a library. He's probably one of those guys that films it on his phone and then burns it on CD. Mm. Or something crazy like that. And he's got one of those hidden, uh, who was the guy that, uh, the uh, Epstein, you know, that had mm-hmm. the library of freaky stuff from the mm-hmm. massage room. By the way, still alive. Uh, so he was charged with five counts of unlawful filming. That's it? Yeah. He better have to register as a sex offender after this. Well, if, if any of those people were under... You know, underage. It wouldn't matter. If you, doesn't, sure. the guy who, doesn't the guy who got uh, Aaron... What's her name? Aaron Andrews? He had to register as a sex offender. And all he did was drill a hole in her hotel room and film. Are you sure he's a... I don't know if he's a sex offender. Sure? I think the whole ide- the, the whole point of being a sex offender is that you... Well, you have to commit a sexual crime to be a sex offender. I thought it was just for a minor. No, 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 no. Oh, so maybe Nelson's right. No, it doesn't have to be for a minor. No. Do you think this guy knew what a, uh, John Daly was? I do, yes. He's fighting me left and right on this I thing. guarantee people know what a John Daly drink is. Well, I was trying to put up a poll, but I got No, we're not multitasking. We're well, giving eye contact. You, I know. I, I'm aware. You got both want to start with? You guys want to multitask? Fine. All right, that's fine. I don't want to multitask. Uh, multitask all you guys want. We'll see how much you pay. She's all pissed off now. Look at her. I can see she's got the haddish going. Psh, psh, not talking. She goes silent. That's what she does. Look at her. <laughs> not saying a thing. Look I'm at her. Just letting you talk. I'm just letting you get it all out. No. Well, I'm fine. It's but anyway, fine. he's fighting me on this John Daly thing. Well, he thinks people know it. I've never heard of it. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see who sa- knows about he, it. He said that only golfers are going to know it. I'm like, well, why would you ask that question? You know that I don't golf. And you know that Nikki <laughs> D doesn't golf. He's like, well, I thought Jeopardy Jeff golfed. You thought that he golfed. Well, even then, Jeopardy Jeff, he's not, he's a, how many times? He, he's a Jeopardy champion. He do, He's not a minor, but he knows what Igneous Rock is. No, that we got that right. Oh, son of a gun. We know what Igneous <laughs> Rock is. But the, the, the term doesn't exist. It does exist. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That it, Well, the you, term exists, and it has pictures to go along with it, so that part is factual. What, did you, you look it up? Yes, I Googled it. Did you really? Mm-hmm. So it does. It is. I am, I'm wrong. Yeah, you are wrong. It does exist. There is a picture. I'll show you if I can pick my phone up. And um, That's why you don't multitask, because you can't see anything. Oh, there you I'm go. I'm sorry, yes. See, that's that what is it looks correct. like right here. Looks like an Arnold Palmer. Yep, but it's called. But it's got vodka in it because John Daly is known to be a drunk. Yes, he is. Bet you he's got gout. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Me and Daly got gout together. Do they have meetings for you guys? They don't. Unfortunately, there's no uh, gout groups. Somebody's probably calling right now to tell you that they know about it. All right. Well, if somebody tells me I'm wrong, I will stand corrected or sit. (laughs) But I've never heard. I thought it was a dumb question. I was like, I've never heard this before in my entire life in America. So if you don't hear about it, it's dumb. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's how that works. I see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what celebrity cause of death was released. That's dumb. And why an Airbnb owner was struck with a crazy bill. That's dumb, too. I oh, bet you yeah. it is. All right. I'm uh, record it. <laughs> two big stories from today. Your headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. Headlines. All right, here we go. Second round of headlines. Go ahead, please. Sad circumstances surround Aaron Carter's cause of death, H3. The L.A. County coroner has revealed what killed pop star Aaron Carter. Now, Carter was found dead inside his Palmdale home last year. 
So the coroner report came out today. Um, it's stating that he accidentally drowned in his bathtub due to taking a Xanax and inhaling some air spray cleaner. And it put him in like this place of euphoria. I think he fell asleep and they're saying that he drowned. But his fiance and family members aren't really comfortable with these autopsy results because they're still saying it's causing more questions like okay he had on a t-shirt he had on jewelry why would he get into the bathtub that way so for them it's still not closure getting these autopsy results are they trying to say that he was murdered they're thinking something else happened I, other than this I, I don't know if you're gonna have the conspiracy murder theory for aaron carter no and it's going to be a legacy to live on i mean the guy was a, a druggie unfortunately i remember he when was. He, Remember when he was a kid, uh, you know, because I was there. Actually, my first radio station that I worked at launched all these boy bands. So we had Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and uh, LFO, all those guys, Orlando guys, and they would be they would come in and intern for the day and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and, you know, I remember when Aaron was just, a you know, he's Nick's little brother, just a little kid running around wanting to be like his big brother. And then he saw what he became. You know, whenever you see a story, it says they an accidental of course, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, nobody, well, I guess you, some people purposely do mm -hmm. try to kill themselves, but I'm sure that wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, he's right. taking drugs in the bathtub. And Why does not... it shock you that he had a t-shirt on? Exactly. Maybe she's saying that it was shocking because she feels like when he goes in the bathroom to draw up a bath, he would be still preparing to bathe. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't get into the tub with a t-shirt on if he's preparing to bathe. Well, who, who's, who's getting in the bathtub taking drugs and then getting in the bathtub unless you want to well i mean whitney end your days it. whitney houston uh, bobby, bobby christina, christina and it's been done yeah so people have done it you don't intend to do it the problem is with what he was doing now that it, that chokes your brain when you're going to huff things like that that's literally what you're trying to do you're cutting off the oxygen to your brain like gout just like the gout yes. and it gives you that gives it does give you a sense of euphoria it's the same reason that like kids every once in a while you'll see a news story come up about the choking game resurfacing mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the first thing you feel if you're not panicked while you're losing oxygen to your brain is euphoria because your brain is trying to calm you down well the lesson learned is don't get in the bathtub if you're just taking drugs no yeah. don't no but lay on a bed or something i mean history shows it's bad it's a bad deal i mean let's start with you shouldn't be taking the drugs to begin with that's better what was the other one, the huffing and what was he doing? He was inhaling like the air freshener. And so Xanax. that's what he was um, describing just now. No, 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 I said other than that. Oh, Xanax. Xanax. Yeah. What Xanax did you? Oh, that makes you sleepy. You, yeah, yeah, it makes you sleepy. It calms you down. It helps you calm down. Again, it's like a much lighter form of euphoria, but musicians specifically have been known to abuse Xanax. So we're not talking about taking one little pill. We're talking about taking multiple bars of Xanax which you wouldn't take as someone prescribed them, a right. bar. Well, let's, our public service announcement is don't do drugs. Yes. At all. You do choose to do drugs. Don't take a bath. Right. Take a shower. Oh, so it's so much better. Don't go to the bathroom at all. Yeah, just, stay out of the just bathroom. Just wait until you're back to your normal just, self. Yeah, just stay out. Yeah, if you do drugs, stay out of the bathroom until you're sober. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> go in there. All right, next one. A mad Airbnb guest left a host with a hefty bill, H4. Uh, it's a 1930s historic home, and we renovated it on that show, Property Brothers. A few years ago, the Super Bowl came to town, and we decided to Airbnb our house. Absolute disaster. They just completely 
trashed our entire house. This is a story we probably hear very often with people that Airbnb out their homes. This is definitely a risk that you take. Um, an Airbnb host, however, in South Korea, Airbnb his home out, and the guest stayed there for about 25 days. Apparently, they wanted to cancel early or something, kind of probably like what we're doing, and he told them no. So because they were upset with him, they left the house and turned the gas all the way up opened the windows, left all the lights on, and he got a $640 utility bill. Mm-hmm. That, that, what's the one? Is that the Super Bowl guy? No, no, no. This He's in South Korea. He's oh. not a Super Bowl guy. Well, the guy in the audio said that he's Well, because that's just another case of oh. somebody who's yep. also had their houses ruined. He lives in Atlanta, that so guy. That, if you Airbnb, first off, any Airbnbs in a residential neighborhood, people are only, most, not only, but most likely they want to, re- if they're renting them for one night, just to party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been in the Airbnb business for numerous years. I had a cabin. We had a place on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beach stuff was fine. The cabin is where we had issues. But I had cameras outside. Smart. Not that I was spying on people. They were there for, <laughs> no, nah, I was You were definitely no, spying. No, there was surveillance <laughs> for security. <laughs> But every once in a while, I needed to go back and check the cameras, especially if something happened or I got a phone call from, you know, somebody that was on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was watching. I was not spying on my guest. That's but, but creepy. Bailey's you watching. weren't spying, but you were definitely checking to make sure things were on the up and up. Yeah. Sure. Regularly. I was making sure they got in. OK, they weren't didn't having have parties. Only had one dog if they had one dog. <laughs> wasn't tearing up your stuff. Not yeah. inside, just outside the cabin. And if I would get numerous notifications, you know, they're a ring, so I'd, you'd get no, you get a lot of them, you're like, what's going on? A lot of movement, a lot of activity outside. And I think the <laughs> worst case, and I didn't catch these people, I wish I would have, but it was like a, a, a black college reunion took place at my cabin. <laughs> and everybody was wearing the same orange shirt. And there must have been 40 or 50 people there. And after the only way I found out about it was afterwards, they tagged the location and they were showing like women twerking in my bathroom. And, <laughs> and it was a reunion. I mean, to be honest with you, though, like we didn't allow parties, but they didn't wreck the place. They actually cleaned up after themselves. Oh, oh that's good. But they were they did against the rules. And I was like, mm-hmm. you, how did I miss this? <laughs> right. Like 50 people there all wearing the same shirt. 50 party. People. 50 people. 50 people. It was nuts. <laughs> Uh, the band oh Stained God. has a new song that we're going to world debut here in just a few minutes. And then uh, we will talk with guitarist of Stained, Mike Mushak. Uh, the full-length video will be up on our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. You might have seen some of the clips, or you might even have heard this conversation uh, on the Odyssey check-in, which this is a part of. Uh, Mike's a good guy. Uh, and Stained, uh, at a, you know, yes... It's been a while. It's like a long time since they've had their an album put out. They've all been doing their own stuff. So we'll talk to Mike Mushak about all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. It's the BS here on 98 Rock. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There's Nelson, the Odyssey app. Please download that. Get our podcast. Listen live. Always free. Also on our website, thebaileyshow.com. And if you'll give us a follow on the social media at Listen to the BS on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, also at The Bailey Show on YouTube, if you want to subscribe to our channel where we'll post these full length interviews that I get to do for the Odyssey check in 
which is pretty cool that our company asked me to do this with some great people. You know, we've had uh, we had M Shadows on the other day. Uh, we've had uh, God, who else have we had on? We had a bunch of people, but it's good. We got good people in the works too, including our guest here. The band Stained, in case you don't know, they haven't put out an album in a very long time. It's been a 12-year-long hiatus, but now a new album, Confessions of the Fallen, 12 tracks, will be the eighth album from the band. Guitarist for Stain, Mike Mushak. Dude, did you think this would ever happen? Oh, that's a really good question. Even when we started, there was questions that it was going to happen. It, it, took, it took a little while to get it done, but uh, listen... Uh, good things come to those who wait, right? So I'm I'm super proud of it. I, I didn't know. I always hoped that we would be able to, you know, do some music again. Well, this is your baby, right? I mean, same with probably Aaron and everybody else. In 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 the last, you know, tennis years, you guys went off and, and, and did your own thing, um, took a break, you know, for whatever the reasons may be. But it's always you go back to your baby, right? It's always it's like your first love. You, you'll never no. forget. So were those conversations over this time being had either by text message, email, phone calls? What was the communication like between y'all? Yeah, funny. I, I swear, I, I I feel like it was a, a bunch of years in a row. I'd be like my son's indoor soccer game and Aaron would call out of the blue. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, and, and listen, I mean, he had, you know, he was pursuing his country career and, you know, he there was a time where he felt, you know, like if I, if I do stain, it's going to, you know, interfere with, you know, the progress of that and what that is, you know, and, you know, ultimately I think it got to the point. And I mean, and this did start a bunch of years ago, you know, the, the pandemic kind of threw a monkey wrench in, you know, our progress and what we were going to do. Like I think it did for a lot of people, you know, Mm -hmm. but listen, it all worked out and here we are today. Um, But yeah, there were, there were definitely conversations along the way, um, you know, and I'm just glad that we're where we are right now. Well, were there conversations before the hiatus of wanting to do different projects? Because I can, I mean, I think anybody listening right now can totally understand. I don't want to say bored, but it just becomes kind of monotonous doing the same thing, same music, same routine over and over again. Uh, you want to try the waters. You want to test something. But were those conversations happen with the, the album before Confessions, the self-titled uh- one? I didn't feel that way. I was perfectly oh. happy doing stain. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all good. Yeah. I was really happy. I loved what, what we did, you know what I mean? And where we were, you know, and I think, you know, Aaron, you know, wanted to, and listen, I always said, you got to be happy with what you're doing. If this is what you want to do. I mean, I, you listen, you're not going to make anybody do anything first off. Mm. And, you know, you got to be happy with what you're doing. And there's no sense of somebody being in a band of doing this. And that's why I always said, even when we went to do this again, it was like, you got to want this. You know what I mean? This has got to be something that you want because I don't want to go into this and, you know, you're, you know, what, you know, not happy doing it, you know, cause everybody's going to know that, you know what I mean? You're not, not enjoying it and enjoying doing it again. So, so what did, what do you do? Aaron calls you. Uh, says we, you know, cause you guys, what met up back in like 2017 for the charity gig for his charity, right? What, what really led to this coming back, honestly, was, you know, I, I mean, I want to say there's a, a gentleman named Ben Kitterman who now manages the band, you know, who played with Aaron for years and, uh, kind of transitioned from playing with him to, to managing him. And I mean, Ben kind of enabled all of this and really pushed for this to happen. 
and really helped bring everybody together and make it happen. Before we started this, we're talking about, we're trying to figure out what year it was. I think it was like 2005 where I'm talking to, it was both you and Aaron, I believe on the Lennon couch at the hard rock live in Orlando, Florida. We couldn't figure out the year. It was so long ago. I think that was filmed for MTV too. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it was one of those summer tours, and it was hosted by Nokia, which doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think. Yeah, no, I, that's why I remember that. Yeah, I mean, because uh, it's been a long time since we played there. Yeah. Who was, the first, who was the first to uh, throw out the it's been a while joke uh, for the hiatus on the album? Do you remember? <laughs> I, I actually just tried to let those, you know, in one ear, out the other. You know Probably. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to pop it, you know, I figured it's been popped enough to you, but I was curious. It's like, there had to have been that first time, you know, it's the first time you hear a joke, any joke, and you just don't think about it. You're sitting in the studio and somebody goes, Oh, it's been a while, 12 years for, you yeah, know. Right. yeah, no, totally. Kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously stained, uh, and Aaron Lewis, uh, in particular, have a, in particularly have a style of music. That's why people love you. That's why you guys have been so successful for all these decades. Um, this album, I'm assuming, is still got that very emotional, personal connection, right, with yeah. the audience. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Aaron's lyrics on some of these songs, I'm like, I don't know. There's a, enough therapy in the world to could kind of dig into some of them. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. wow still there you know um yeah definitely i mean i think he did a fantastic job um you know it's funny when you when you make a record or you know any kind of thing like that you know you, you always you're always getting new versions of it to listen to whether it's mixes or you know the mastering or edits or so you're listening to it over and over and and it's it's weird i mean i was on a plane yesterday coming home and i just wanted to listen to the record again Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I'm sick of it and don't want to put it on, you know what I mean? But there's, I'm really happy with it. I mean, I think that, uh, I'm, you know, and listen, I know people don't buy records and, you know, it's a song here and we're probably going to put out half the record for free before it comes out, which is cool. I mean, cause, cause hopefully people at least get to hear it. Cause I do think that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with, with all the songs. So how do you help? airing out with writing if at all if it's the the lyrics are so i, I, yeah, hate, I, know. To, I, I hate to use the word dark but they are i mean they're, they're a lot personal, of personal i think it's personal. just it's personal yeah i think that there's you know emotional um you know um i don't you know what i mean that's the lyrics are are his thing you know i'll you know i wrote the music you know i mean i you know put the, all the music together um and then that's usually you know once that's done and he's happy with the arrangements and cool with where the song's going you know mm-hmm. um yeah then he takes it and you know works on getting the melodies and the, the lyrics together and you guys uh out on the going out on the road with godsmack uh which i'm a huge fan of and so Me, you, i love those guys two hometown guys you know two hometown bands massachusetts guys so um yeah. you guys should call it the kick mass tour um so that'd be pretty funny anyway so this is mass hole (laughs) so this is uh you know sully's already said this this is the last time that they're making a record so one would assume maybe the last time they're put they might be going out on tour um what about i think 
I think they'll still tour. I mean, listen, I, but, and yeah, he does say that. He did say that. I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I I love writing music. What you know what I mean? I I love that that. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's it's difficult to do sometimes. I mean, as far as not me writing music, but as a band putting everything together and making that all work can be you know can be tough sometimes. But um, I just at the end of it, I'm just super stoked to have something you know like that to to be able to put out and to to listen to. So you plan on staying, continuing with albums and touring? I want to finish this interview, do my next one, get onto this. I don't, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope it'd be, it'd be great if that's the case. Um, But honestly, let's see how this is received. And, you know, hopefully we go out in this summer's, you know, a lot of fun. And, you know, I think we have some shows in the fall and, uh, you know, more songs after this one, hopefully. And, you know, we'll see where it leads to. Yeah. All right. Um, so lowest in me is the first single off the, the new album. Uh, yes. collectively, everybody agreed. That's, that's the single to go with. It's funny. I, you know, it was just one of those things one day it was kind of like, I think it was kind of like the, the Eric who produced it was like, is it like, okay? So we lit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it really kind of was presented to me that this is what it was going to be. And, you know, the way the record was made and as it was coming through, like the songs, like I said, you know, the lyrics are, are and the, the, the vocals are really the last thing on it. So I, for me to die, sit and digest all the songs, I'm actually, you know, now that I've had it longer and can spend some time, I'd like to spend a little time with it, you know. Um, but yeah, that was the one that everybody kind of felt should have been the first representation after being away for so long. Do you have, uh, you know, Aaron's obviously been outspoken and he has every right to do so. Um, uh, I think every artist does. That's my own personal opinion. But when you're a part of a brand and a team, uh, a band, uh, and maybe not everybody wants to that to happen or they don't agree with it, blah, 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 i.e. journey, you know, like whatever. Do going, going out on tour, do you have that conversation of like, you know, that's fine when you do it yourself, but when we're collecting, collectively together let's 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 kind of holster that i mean no there's not really a conversation i mean i do feel like you know you know and even aaron said he goes you know my country career is really where that's where i you know deal with that stain you know not so much you know what i mean so i mean that's something that he's kind of said so i mean listen you know Stuff happen. people in the audience know who aaron is and what he says so i mean you know sometimes that you know comes up certain chance will happen during our shows from time to time mm-hmm. and you know whatever i mean it's <laughs> uh like i said i'm happy to be up there playing uh the new album will be out fall of 2023 confessions of the fallen 12 tracks lowest in me is the first single i'm happy that you're happy and i'm glad that uh after all the i, you know, I really am because i just i like i like seeing rockstar smile you know <laughs> i just think it's cool <laughs> <laughs> because without music, we've got nothing, man. I don't have a job. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> if it stopped right now, there's enough amazing music that's been created to this point, I think, to carry this for quite some time. Is there another, just before I let you go, is there another artist that uh, if you were, you know, because Santa Sonia is considered a super group, so to speak, right? So, like, is there another artist or artist that you'd want to work with and put together a band? Oh, I mean, listen, there's so many, I have so many friends that are, I think, 
just so super talented. You know what I mean? And honestly, Santa Sonia came from, you know, when Staines stopped uh, working, I was kind of like, oh, what do I do now? And I had all this music. And, you know, uh, I was actually getting together and contacting a bunch of different singers that I, you know, kind of like what Slash did, I guess. You know what I mean? Where you get all these different singers and you write with all these people that you really admire and, you know, always wanted to do something with. And Adam was one of them. And it just turned out that that turned into more. We had demoed a few songs. His label at the time, Capital, had heard it and they wanted to make a band out of it. So that project that I was trying to do kind of ended up becoming Santa Sonia. And I kind of dropped everything else that I was doing and was just stoked to and loved what Adam and I were writing. That's cool. Hey, can you tell me who else you were talking to? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I know. Sure. You know, I. Sean from Cedar, I wanted to. I mean, uh, Chester, rest in peace, was somebody I wanted to do something with. Ivan from Five Fingers, you know, I met with um, Dave from Disturbed. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot uh, of different people, you know, um, that I just love and I just admire what they do and think they're super talented. You know, I would have loved to do something with Chino, who you know, Deftones were one of my favorite bands. You know, uh, yeah. So there's just a lot of super talented people that we've, you know you know, been with over the years, you know, Jacoby. You just, I, the you list just, is so long. You just put together like the fantasy football team of, of rock stars right there. <laughs> what I wanted to do, you know what I mean? That was kind of my hope, you know? And uh, like I said, I mean, what I was doing with Adam really, you know, kind of just, you know, really clicked and we just kind of, you know, that opportunity opened up and we just kind of followed it. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for answering that. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll let you go. Confessions well, of the Fallen for everybody. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I gotta keep wanting to say it's been a while, but 12 year hiatus, it, it's, it's been too long, I guess. There, there you go. You nailed it. Yeah. I, I, That's been. I'm trying not to be cliche for you, Mike. Uh, Mike Mushak, uh, guitarist for Stain. Best of luck with the tour. Best of luck with the album. And we'll talk soon, my brother. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Well, congratulations, you two, Nikki D and Nelson. You finally now have a place to live together, right? You guys got an apartment. And- Wait a minute. So you, huh. you can't ever tell the story how it properly goes. We both have a place to live, not together. Oh, so you're going to do the long distance thing? No, it's not going to be long distance. Huh. He has his own place. I have my own place. Oh. You have your own place. See, we came here together. Now we've all separated. No. Okay. So okay, that's how that goes. You're going to keep a toothbrush there or? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not keeping anything there. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it, I mean, nice. You want to go over there and stay the night? I definitely don't want to go over there and stay the night. It's not a bad place. I think it's good for Nelson. You know? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's a it's a crap hole next to a McDonald's? <laughs> no, kind of. it's just a, a, it's it's just, it's not somewhere I would stay. I need Spit a little it out, bit girl. more. I need a little bit more. Spit it out. Space. It's kind of one of those places that you get when it's like a um a starter apartment type thing like the end of the world, walking dead. Or, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean right. it's here, let me ask you this. <laughs> All right, you listening? I'm listening. All right. Nelson's new apartment. Scale of one to ten. Ten being the penthouse. One being the outhouse. Okay. Where are we at? He's at like a four. Oof. Yeah. Oh, four. (laughs) It's like a five and a half. (laughs) Nelson, did you realize that you moved into a four? I didn't. No. No. She didn't say any of that. It's nice to you probably, right? Well, yeah. It's like a five and a half. I didn't say it was. It's not the Ritz. Why would you move into something that's a five and a half? Because it was affordable. 
Yeah, I'm sure you can find places that are affordable. You haven't seen your boy's credit score. So. It is. You and know, and it's ahead. hard. I'm going to say that. In, in Nelson's defense, it has been very hard to find a place here. It's not been simple. Mm. He was able to walk in and be approved on a spot. I've been waiting two weeks. So that should probably tell you about how well the, you know, what kind of apartment complex I got. <laughs> <laughs> They actually found you. Listening to you guys trying to find a place to live is actually very entertaining. It's been rough. It's been very tough. And then even when a guy called me today, he's like, oh, you've been approved. I'm like, finally, it took forever. He's like, well, I told you it was going to take a long time. Like, he got, got a little snippy with me. I'm like, sheesh. I don't understand that. I mean, we knew we were coming here in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, why you wouldn't have... Well, you made the mistake of going to Mexico instead of coming with me here. That definitely was not a mistake. And Well, you almost were homeless or living in a four with Nelson. No, I was never going to be homeless. But why wouldn't you guys have looked you know, for a place before you moved here? Because you can't trust what you just see online. You have to physically go to these places, see the neighborhood. Even where Nelson's moving, we had to drive over there at night, see what the place is like. You can't do everything online. I I agree with you. I understand that. But with an apartment complex, you can pretty much get a gauge of what it looks like online and have an idea that's the place you want to go. So when you get here the first week, you get it done. No, that's not how that works. And I bought my house before I moved here. Yeah, but you came out here before you moved here. But I didn't go in there. But you also did it with a realtor that you ended up trusting. You know what I mean? So, like, I didn't have someone on the ground out here going to these places to be like, you know what, this doesn't look like the pictures. Does it? Did it not look like the pictures? Uh, this one looks the closest out <laughs> yeah. of all the pictures I saw on apartment list or apartment dot whatever. It was it was the apartment to the left where it has before in big white font. <laughs> 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 I, I remember in college, uh, my roommate and I, kind of very similar. Like we were like we're, we needed to find a new apartment. We were I think moving out of the fraternity house or something, and we're like let's be let's be adults, let's be grown ups, and so. Uh, you know, we always wanted to kind of stay around the campus still, but I was like, no, man, we'll get it cheaper just five minutes down the road, 10 minutes down the road. And it was, it was a lot cheaper. <laughs> and we go into this place and we, we walked through it and they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to, or it's, or it just had been repainted. So it was that new paint smell, but mm-hmm. the, so we signed the lease and then I went back to start moving stuff in. And I start finding like all these roaches and the smell like cigarette smoke and the paint was masking. So I had to get out. You know how difficult it is to get out of a lease at an apartment Mm -hmm. complex. So my mother, this is when we were talking at one point, she happened to be in town. And for some reason, she this is in Orlando. uh, She she was wearing a business suit for some reason. I don't know why she was wearing a business had like a, a, a briefcase with her. And so I went in and I I set up a meeting to talk to the lady that ran the apartment complex and you could see the lobby from this woman's desk. Mm-hmm. And my mother was sitting on the couch with her with her briefcase. <laughs> and I went in. Do you know what I'm about to say? I know exactly what, what you're do you think I'm gonna say? say? I think you're gonna say you told her that your lawyer was sitting I out did. there and if they didn't I let did. you out of the lawyer, oh, no. you were gonna sue him. <laughs> it was like a threes company episode. And she's sitting it. there going, you know, I can't <laughs> refund your money. I can't refund your money. I, said, I, I was afraid. And I mean, I'm like 21 or 20 at the time. <laughs> I said, you know, I, I knew I had a feeling you're going to say that. That's why I brought my attorney. Now, I don't want to bring my attorney in this office <laughs> oh my God. because it's going to cost me money and it's going to cost you money. Um, and to be honest with you, she's a family friend, so it's not going to cost me a lot, if anything. It's going to cost you money, though, and a lot of headache. 
Do we want that, or do you understand that? You know, and I just, I mean, oh my God. talk my way out of it. Paper Tiger. Talk about if they would have had her. Oh, bring her in. I know. What <laughs> if they would have done that? What would you have done? We'll see you in court. That, you know what? I want to give you one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> so as a single guy mm-hmm. and now a crappy place to live, mm-hmm. Are you going to bring women back there or just give them a heads up? Or you It's gonna... not. I See, she's she's overselling how crap it. Now, it does, is there a big divot where the gate is at? Yes. But once you're inside, there's no busted windows. There's no, like, weird laundry or anything hanging out from anywhere. No shoes on a power line. It's got a, a, a very nice, two very nice pools. His neighbor, though, when you come around to his apartment, does have, like, 20 totes stacked outside on their balcony. They could be moving. Toads? Totes. Oh, like bags. Like no, totes, like, uh, like, like that you put bins. stuff in, bins, the big ones, the clear ones. Uh-huh. They have the big industrial, like, yellow and black totes, and they're yeah. just stacked up out yeah, there. Yeah, we'll knock it down to a three. Looks, yeah, looks it's no longer a four. <laughs> <laughs> now you're at a three. Oh, well. <laughs> that is fair. Are the pools swimmable, or are they just there? Yeah, they're there. It's no, not it's like, like the pool from vacation? No, it was more like the pool from Revenge of the Nerds 2. You remember that one? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's that, it's that pool. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> the lambdas are gonna cut. The tri-delts are gonna come down and try and help me out. I'm just, I'm kind of just jerking you around. I I knew about your place. Nikki called me as soon as she got back, and she goes, <laughs> "I've never felt so dirty." She's so, like, "I served in our military. <laughs> I was on a submarine in the United States Navy, and we went through some of the dirtiest, roughest parts of the jungle, <laughs> in the roughest parts of the world. I was covered in leeches. I had all kinds of gross oh stuff, but gosh. I've never felt as dirty as I feel right now, leaving." Nelson's new apartment four. No, his 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 apartment is a bachelor pad. That's what I would call it. How about that? It's a bachelor pad, perfect for him. He does have two rooms though, so mm-hmm. when his kids come for a couple weeks, boom, yep. and then I think the ladies will be fine going in and out. Okay, bachelor pads come in different tiers. Mm-hmm. Okay, the four out of yep. ten a yep. bachelor is when you're in your twenties. Yeah, he's forty one. I would say so by 41, your bachelor pad needs to at least have blinds that open from a remote control. No. You have to no. have a fish tank. I could get a fish tank. That's like 80, 80 gallons mm-hmm. that's stuck inside the wall. Okay, I mean, you can't do that. You got to have cool stuff when you're in your 40s and you're a bachelor. You got to have a wall full of uh, antique weapons from, you know, Genghis Khan or something. I'm I'm taking this time, especially the next year, and treating it a lot like Billy Madison. You know what I mean? And I'm just redoing all of like 18 to 31, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pack it all into a year. Maybe take your uh, ladies over to Nikki's. Well, she's not going <laughs> to like that. She's going to get jealous. No, <laughs> but he is going to come to my place to do something, but not bring women there. What's he? He doesn't have a bathroom in his place. <laughs> no, he's going to come to my place. He's coming to my place to shower. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. going to come to my place to do laundry. He doesn't have a laundry no in room unit. in his in his apartment. <laughs> they got the coin operated. Yeah. They have a laundry area. Hold on. Did you agree to this? I agreed. You yeah. know what? You, I, you know this is such a bad idea. Well, I just hate when people move in places and they don't have a washing machine and dryer. I know how much it sucks to go to a laundromat. Him not having a washing and dryer is not your problem. But I still want to help him out. He can wash it in the sink of his of his place. <laughs> no, he can't. You know what I was thinking about getting was one of those uh, the Japanese things hang, you do with your foot. Hang his underwear out the balcony, and people think that you know he's a sailor. And why is that guy putting his sails outside? The- <laughs> Yar! The guy must be a parachutist. (laughs)
they're big underpants. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. He can he can use my washing machine. So you're going to give him a key? No, 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 no. He's just going to let me know when he needs to come over to wash, and I'll be there. Oh, I thought I was getting a key. You gonna... did not think you were getting no key. Now cut it was... out. You will not get a key if you was not paying rent. <laughs> is he going to is he going to is he going to give you money for water and electricity? Mm-mm. No, it's not that. I mean, how much do you think Nelson's washing? I lived with him for a couple of weeks. I, I doubt you'll see him. He doesn't do a him. lot of laundry. Yeah, he probably won't even see him. <laughs> he doesn't do much. <laughs> you guys. All right, touche. You got a point there. That was a nice gesture. Yeah. It was. Knowing that he won't follow through with it. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't cost her anything. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you got to put the bulky on just for a pair of underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. All right. Well, the best of luck to both of you. I didn't even ask about your place. Sorry. Oh, my place is, is good. It's is not what I would have wanted either, but it's about an eight at least. And I have a garage and I have a washing machine and dryer. Oh, there I'm you good. go. That's living. How yeah. many bedrooms? Two bedrooms, two bathrooms. So your daughter will have her own bedroom? Yeah. That's nice. Always. Yeah. Nelson, one of his kids doesn't have a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he sleeps in my bed anyway. Yeah, he has a boy, so. That's what the hammock's for, Alvin <laughs> Patty. <laughs> your neighbors are going to hate you. Yeah. I can't wait to meet them. I'm coming over just to meet your neighbors and get their phone number so I can get them on the show. Oh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines, good. I'm going to tell you how music could save your memory and why you may not get chocolate as a gift. All right, get you that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Stand by for news. Here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D, please. A new study suggests listening to music could prevent dementia. H5. Caregivers like Mike Daly are desperate for anything that can improve quality of life. So we introduced the Dalys to the Music and Memory Program, created by social worker Dan Cohn. Researchers from the University of Geneva are saying that both listening to music and or learning how to play a musical instrument could prevent a decline of brain health. Um, This happens, the declining of our brain health is when our gray matter and neurons and things like that get out of whack. And what they're saying is that if you listen just for a certain amount of um, time per day, to a music or playing a musical instrument, at least an hour, I think is what the study is saying, that it could help your your brain memory. And something else that you may not know that I try to do daily is um, it's called time management game. So, like, even if you have a iPad or your phone, if you play a time management game, it's supposed to help your brain health also. How do you play? So the, the one that I choose is the find five differences. That's when they give you a picture and they both look the same. And you have to figure out what's different in both of the pictures. Oh, this is an actual game. Yes, yeah, an actual game. That if if um, where do you play said game? Like I said, on you can do it on your phone. Well, you I do it on my that. iPad. Yeah. yeah, you can do it on your phone or either your iPad. Well, I, I thought do it, it was on my a, iPad daily. I thought it was a game in your head. No, it's an actual game. They're called time management uh, games, and they help your brain. Well, look, I'm not a stay ne- sharp. I'm not a neurologist. <clears throat> But uh, it, it's always kind of been common sense to use your brain as much as possible so mm-hmm. it doesn't go dormant. Right. You know, and, and you know people, right, that just they don't use their brain. They don't think. They don't want to learn more. They mm-hmm. don't want to expand. They get uh, complacent. What the, yeah, like brain complacent. Mm-hmm. So I, I have an uh, argument with a friend of mine all the time about this, about uh, how I, I, me, I personally think, you know, the whole saying is that we only use 
20% of our brain or re- retain 20% stuff. I know scientifically they say it's not, not, they say that's not true. It's not true. I don't believe that. I think that we're like superheroes. We're aliens. And there are certain people that use way more part of their brain that makes them able to do things other people can't do. Think about somebody that is, you know, just way creative, way smart, just, uh, just on a different level. Right. They, they apply their sales differently. That's all. Yes, by using more of their brain. But everybody can do it. I agree. That's my point, is that not everybody does it. Right. So that's that's what I'm saying. But you make it sound like people can't because it's only a certain amount of the brain they're able to use. They There's only a certain amount of the brain they want to use. Okay, well, I can accept that. Because they don't exercise it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very simple. Like, your brain, look at it 100%. And most people are using 10% just for conversation's sake. Mm-hmm. Then there are other people that apply themselves more that use yep. 20 or 30%. Yep. And then there's that upper tier that's using, nobody uses 100%, right? Or you'd be superhuman. <laughs> then there's like 50 or 60%. <laughs> now, I know this is all like, if you're really smart, you're listening right now, you're probably going, I'm an idiot. But that's the way that I, <laughs> that's the way that I look at it. Because you have people that exist that you know, you see them at the end of the bar drinking by themselves. Uh, <laughs> that's why i always tell you guys if you see something this is the game that i play and i, I just play it in myself by myself by my yourself head, okay that, that if i see something that i don't know or want to learn more about i'll automatically google it and then i'll learn about it and then i'll retain as much as possible uh and then at least you know if it's referenced i can go back to it my brain remembers it because i have and a kind of photographic memory a little bit for sure mm-hmm. so I would think out of us three, Nelson uses less of his brain than the rest of us. I definitely wouldn't think that. Nelson is actually very smart. You have no idea. No, I'm talking about this Nelson. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Nelson. No, no, no. The, the guy that, j- that just moved into the fort. That that <laughs> Nelson. Yeah. Listen to what he's saying. He doesn't always apply, but Nelson is really smart. I'm telling you. He's okay. one of those people that will shock you. He's using probably 80% and you think he's using 20. Okay. But I'm wasting 90% of it. <laughs> then let me turn this way. Nelson, if I got to say the person that uses the less less of their brain, it'd be Nikki. What was the question? Really, Nelson? After I just defended your brain? That's I your response? I don't understand what he's saying. I, I'm oh, just so, not understanding. Okay, the, so now like, you're not smart enough is I'm what not, he's saying. You're looking at me. I know, weird. but it's like. It's scaring me. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> don't ever do that. Chocolate <laughs> is no longer the go-to gift. It's been reported that it's weed. H6. A new study funded by the National Institutes of Health shows the use of marijuana and hallucinogens among young people, people between 19 and 30, are at all-time highs. 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 So Americans are now spending more on marijuana than they are on chocolate. (laughs) This past year, $30 billion was spent on marijuana, while only $18 billion was spent on chocolate. You would think they go hand-in-hand, right? Maybe, but I think... Is that your go-to munchie chocolate? Mm. That's not really a a munchie food, right? I I like a salty more than... I like a crunchy, salty snack for a a munchie more than I like a chocolate. I was always a um, blue popsicle guy. Oh, that sounds really good. (laughs) Nate, our friend Nate, used to come over and he'd always look for uh, snacks in my cupboard and I... (laughs) 
he would always get really mad. Because <laughs> you had all the healthy snacks. Because I had all <laughs> yeah, so There's no way you have good snacks for munchies. <laughs> He's like, dude, you have the worst house for munchies snacks. I don't want an Atkins bar. This place sucks. <laughs> I want chips. Pizza. That's awesome. They're thinking by 2028 that marijuana sales are going to surpass even tobacco sales. They're predicting $57 billion. Well, I, I'd agree with that. They're they're killing the tobacco industry. That yeah. that whole truth movement. You guys did a great job. <laughs> People stopping the smoke. Yeah, I mean, I th- those. I remember when that that campaign launched, and I was like, "Wow, this is impressive. This is brilliant." These, and I think it was like started by kids, right? And then it got to the federal level where they start going after the tobacco companies, mm-hmm. and people were able to sue the tobacco companies. And they got there's a warning label. They got lung, yeah, they got well at the time I think back I don't know I don't know the answer to this. I don't know when they started putting the warning label oh, labels okay, on. Okay, okay, But back in like the the day, you know, the black and white days, they had the Flintstones advertising, I think Lucky Strikes. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not wrong. Nope. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't be more aimed at kids. I mean, they were, you know, the Marlboro man was on a billboard and how cool was he? Until mm-hmm. he got cancer. Till he got yeah, he died of lung cancer. Yes. Shocker. 1965 was when they added the warning labels. They did. They changed it over the years. Yeah. You know where it was like, hey, not a good idea, but go ahead and smoke these. Mm-hmm. That was 65. They put it in a little <laughs> yeah. small box on packs in the mid 80s. Yeah, there's some places now they have pictures of overseas does for sure. All of the European U- Union has that. Yeah, and here in the state of California, why they do this I, drives me nuts. Uh, they don't have any flavored tobacco. That was more to combat the vapes, and, it, but they had to go salt the earth on it. But, but yeah, because it was aimed at kids, mm-hmm. and now I can't get my skull mint. But you have some, don't you? Did you get? Okay. No, I don't. Oh, sorry, he doesn't have any. Uh, <laughs> our Kings go to make it three in a row away tomorrow, uh, going to Golden State to play the Warriors, and uh, all of a sudden we now have a new anthem by a local guy. Ooh, yeah. I love anthems. Play a little bit of the new uh, anthem and talk about the sports team's anthems. If you've got a favorite, and get in on this. 916-909-0985. Uh, so you get that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for listening. We do uh, appreciate it. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, Nick D. There's Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. 985 the Odyssey app. Hope you have it and get our podcasts. <laughs> oh nine eight five. Say it just makes, like that when makes, you're dialing. <laughs> makes you want to. Makes you want to like. It's like a word that you like to say a lot. Oh uh-huh. nine eight five. 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 Steve Madden. It's kind of like uh, Borat. <laughs> five. My five. The sleeve of wizard. <laughs> Thebaileyshow.com. You can also get our mm-hmm. podcast uh, and on the social. Give us a like, give us a follow, do whatever it is you do on social media, at Listen to the BS on Instagram and Facebook. So tomorrow night, the uh, watch party at the Golden One Center for the uh, Kings, going for three in a row. Yeah. That'd be three wins in a row against the uh, Golden State Warriors. Sold out. Sold out quickly. Uh, I, I absolutely love that they're doing this. I Again, I know i, I got to say this again. I, just, I, I am such a fan of camaraderie. I like it in a. I like when people come together in a positive way. I like that there haven't hasn't been any 
like big altercations that have made the news. I like to see the, you know, yeah, I'm new, but it doesn't matter. I just like to see people in a positive way get together. Exactly. For no one negativity, thing. No ducking and dodging bullets because people are shooting and crazy stuff like that. You can just go knowing you're going to have fun. I think that's great. Uh, the Sunday game, the watch party, those tickets will be available. These are free, by the way. They'll be available on Friday. <laughs> The tickets are free, guys. The tickets are free. <laughs> then you have you struggled with that yesterday. I did, I did, but I got yeah. it now. They're free. Uh, just because it's a ticket doesn't mean you have to pay for it. Yep. There are such things as free tickets. Yeah, free. Kings.com slash playoffs. That's where you'll go. The, again, they'll be released on Friday for Sunday's watch party if uh if you want to do that. So I read that we now have an anthem by a gentleman, uh his name is Denzel Joyce, also known as Young Zell. Mm-hmm. I like it. Catchy name. Yeah, it's the last three of his first name. Mm-hmm. Right? Catchy. They didn't even put that together. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him today, and I didn't put that together. How, how do you think he got Zell? I don't know. Zell. I was just, just, Denzel? Must Zelly love Zelda. Zell? Yeah. The, yeah was, there's a new Zelda game coming out next month. You'll forgive me. If he had Young Dan, would you have put that together? I don't know that I would have. I don't pay real well attention. But Young you know? Dan goes hard, too. I like Young like Dan. Dan of Lions. Yeah. Like he's fierce. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that's where that's his lab, his den. Young Where he's Dan. writing his, his spit. Watch he change his or name. Or his lyrics. Spitting his lyrics. Sorry, I got to get on that. There you go. Uh, he doesn't cuss in any of his raps. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I always say if I can't show my grandmother or my mother, then I can't show anybody. I like this guy. I like that, too, because so much of these rap songs now are hard to hear with all the cuss words. But his song was good. You know what? And here's what I think I've learned about uh, this genre of music. You know, so my daughter who graduates here in just a couple of weeks, her, her friends listen to this stuff and I'll hear them. They don't think that I'm listening. You know, mm-hmm. they'll have the unedited version. It's mm-hmm. in this and in that and in this. You know, it'll change when I walk in the room because I'm like, what are you doing? Stop listening to this crap. <laughs> you know, but I I see her transitioning from that music to country music. Oh, does she have some influence that maybe has her transitioning? Well, she dated a boy. That, well, I mean, she, you know, we're in Georgia, so she they're all rednecks. But she she dated a boy that was like a real, you know, real redneck mm. out in the South. You no, know, Mikey. Mike and George, you know, like so I think he got music. her turned on to the country, and which is cool. Into it. Yeah. I don't, like, I would not have a problem with her going to a country music show. I'd have a problem with her going to a rap show. <laughs> and I'd even, just to be fair, I'd even have a problem with her going to some hard rock shows. Like right. Who? Like uh, Ram Rammstein. Yeah. Guar. Oh, <laughs> Guar. Randomly Guar. threw that out there. No, Rammstein. No, Rammstein is a little intense, and it's a, a very provocative show. It's very, okay. it's almost X-rated. Okay. A Rammstein, Steel show. Panther, even that'd be a little much. Extremely that's, provocative. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. You want to talk about? <laughs> but that's tragedy. good old rock and roll from the eighties, right? Uh-huh. All right, let's hear this new anthem. It's uh, it's 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 titled uh, "It's Light the Beam." Light the Makes beam. sense. Yeah, it's lit. let's light it. He's my new favorite rap. This is my guy. I like this guy. Beam now. I love the whole beam thing. I just, I'm so into it. You can, you, Colin Coward took a shot at Sacramento and said that it cost too much energy to light the beam and. The King's organization, I think, replied with, it takes about as much energy to light the beam as it does to do a cycle of a wash. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your hole. 
right. chasing the hog by just doing that. Uh, you know, no other genre ever does an anthem for their hometown team. Very rarely do you see rock or country or do anthems. Do anthems. It's always the rappers. Yeah, it is rap that does it. Because well, Kansas City has the Red Kingdom that mm-hmm. they got from um, uh, old boy that's from Kansas City. What's his name? I can't say his name now. <sighs> Fellows and the ladies know Technina, Tech Nine. Tech Nine did oh, it. You and love him. I love Tech Nine. Knows his name. I love Tech Nine. And then, t- then my university from the state I'm from co-opted that. They paid him to make a Nebraska version of it because we're all about the red as well. But little, it's rap. Little corn. Little corn. Yeah. Yeah. Little Colonel. Little Colonel. <laughs> Colonel Lil. <Little. laughs> uh, do you know what the Yankees anthem is, Nikki Dean? No, I don't. It's called. I'll tell you what it's called, and I okay. want you to sing it and tell me what you if you can get close to it. Okay. All right. It's called fittingly New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Start spreading the news. We're leaving today. Wow. I wanna be a part of it. Oh, New York, New York. All right, give me a one. It's mm-hmm. pretty damn good. Pretty good. Aha. Nicely done. I know that one. Let's give her a point. All right. We'll give her a point. Give her a ding. Woo! All right. We'll give you a point. There you go. I'll give you 18 points if you can tell me who sings it. I'll give you a clue, even. It's the man with the tap shoes. The man with the tap shoes. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but he might have owned tap shoes at one time. Uh, I will give you a clue. If you shook his hand, then you kept your word. Mm. Oh. That's really good. Thank Frank you. Sinatra. Bam! 18 <laughs> points! How did you get that from the clue? Damn! It just came to my brain. <laughs> it just came to my brain. Hold on, I gotta save that. Give her a light to beam. Give her a light to beam every time. Yeah, okay. Give her a light, light to beam. beam. There we go. Hey! <laughs> All right, here. Next one. Oh, goodness. For 140 points. <laughs> it's for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, what's their anthem? <laughs> Welcome to Tampa is the name of it. Welcome to Tampa? Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, Welcome to Atlanta was parodied. Parodied. Uh, welcome to Tampa, because they're in the same division. Oh, it was well, made famous from Jermaine Dupri and, and Ludacris. <laughs> I know, welcome to Atlanta. So then I would say, welcome to Tampa, where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Wow, maybe that's right, A2. Hey, yo, Craze, who you with this year, man? <laughs> I'm still with the Buccaneers. What you talking it's about? Little book, man. I thought you was a that's pretty damn close. I'm going to give yeah, you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> How many points did I say? 480. I think it was 140. <laughs> right, so 480. 159 points. All right, give her a light the beam every time. Well, light the beam, yes. Oh. Sorry. Light my beam, Nelson. That's disgusting. Hey, hey. Don't give him any ammunition to like later on say, oh, Nelson's lighting her beam, okay? <laughs> he doesn't need any help in that department. I just want my points celebrated, okay? Once you light his beam. Yeah. No, hey, he's man. lighting my beam. Uh, I see? Didn't... That. <laughs> <laughs> there is something going on between you two. Nikki, shut up. <laughs>
I know uh-huh. there's not. No, there's not. Mm. Uh-huh. We're playing the game here. <laughs> Putting the hoe in Sacramento. <laughs> Never. There we go. All right. How about this one? Okay. The Atlanta Braves. You know I know this. And the Flor- Florida State Seminoles. Actually, it's the Florida State Seminoles, and the Braves stole it. Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, that's not true. Dion brought it to the Braves after he played at Florida State, to be uh-huh. fair. It's the Tomahawk Chop. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I'm going to give you 440 points if that is correct. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Unfortunately, you're only going to get 200 points because you did not wave your hand. <laughs> Waving it now. Uh, it's too late. Sorry. You're at 359 points. Nicely done. Oh, you're going to light the bling. Light the I'm on fire. Okay. Mm, mm. Here's so you your next. I going to know these anthems. I know. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. You're doing just such a great job until now. Uh, the Virginia Tech Hokies. We've actually discussed this a couple different times on this program. Okay. Their anthem is Enter Sandman <laughs> from Metallica. <laughs> I do remember this because we talked about it a lot of times. I, I, we did talk about it a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, please, uh, for 602 points. Um, this one is, uh, it's it lights, turn on the lights. <laughs> Take my hand. I'm coming back to Neverland. Okay. <laughs> For 602 points. The old, also called the Neverland Ranch song. <laughs> Used by many a power company. <laughs> a little farther yeah. into this one. Yeah, you got a minute. I had the right song. I don't know all this part. <laughs> did the chorus. Here we go. Keep my pillow tight. Excellent lights. Take the light. Well, a lot of lights going on. Take my hand. <laughs> hey, I'm going back to Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got that right. So painful. Uh, I don't think we get a light to beam on that, do we? Or do we, do we get a light to beam? I'm gonna give I got the song. No, I'm giving you 10 points. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know how much I originally said, but. <laughs> so you get this much. Okay. You just get a light. Though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got the song right. I don't know why y'all laughing. Oh, my God, Devin. Uh, Boston Bruins. They okay. play what sport? Baseball. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what they play? They're hockey team. Oh, Lord. Okay. Their anthem is Zombie Nation. Oh, zombie Nation. I'll give you 914 points if you get this correct. Do I get a clue for the beat or something? Zombie Nation? Yes. Uh, get a clue. It sounds just like Zombie Nation. <laughs> That's a really good clue. Um, You've heard it before, I promise you. I've heard it before. Zombie Nation. And it's an electronic play, type song. They play hockey. Um, 
electronic song. Zombie, ding, 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 ding. Nation, let's go, zombie nation. Ding, 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 ding. Zombie nation. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, I got it. That's yeah. good. My favorite segment ever. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to that all day. It's actually my favorite song. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Let ding, me hear A5, please. It's played at every sporting event. Uh-huh. I don't know. I guess they claim it. They like, say they started it, and then everyone else stole it from them. I've never right. heard of something. I'm taking away 40 points. <laughs> <laughs> Negative 40. You're down to 320. I think my ding was good in there for not knowing this song. Uh, the Chicago Cubs play. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Yeah, baseball. Okay. I know that. And their anthem, according to this sheet, is Take Me Out to the Ball Game because of the seventh inning stretch, of course. Mm-hmm. And it was Harry Carey that originally sure, started it? Of course, the great Harry Carey. All right, get ready to light my bean. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Take me oh, out. Hold on. To- Let me tell you how many points I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. How many? 12. No, no, 1,200. What a rip off. 1,200. Yeah. And two. The 1,202. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. And there's hot dogs and popcorn and chips to drink, too. Take me out to the ball game. Hmm. I got that one. That must have been the ballpark in your neighborhood, maybe? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it was. That that was sad. No, that was good. (laughs) Everybody knows the chorus part. Take me out to the ball game. Yeah, everybody does but you. (laughs) A6. Your menu was not correct. (laughs) And this is Americana. It's like not knowing our national anthem. I'm taking away 300 points. You're down to 20. Oh, no. Does she get to light the beam, though? Uh, No, 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 no. No, no, no. light the beam. No, no, no. Um, She's going to light the beam. Oh. Maybe we'll we'll finish this at the end. (laughs) Save the best for last. Yeah. In order to win the game, you need uh, 14,000 points. <laughs> oh I better have some good categories then. I have some good songs. All right. So maybe before the end of the show, because the next one's worth 8,900. Okay. <laughs> Give me a clue so I can look it up. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> it's a song you might know. Okay. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a song. Actually, the last two you're going to, you should know. Okay, we'll see. No. No. I'm going to win. If you don't know, you should get your nipples pierced. <laughs> hey, you! Whoa! I don't need Not me! You got a Woody! I did a little bit. I thought he got a clue for something. No. Oh. All right. 
Uh, I don't know if this has happened yet. I've been searching for it. And it might have oh, happened to God. you or a friend. Maybe you got a call. But there's a chance something is falling from the sky, and we still have until, I believe, midnight. So just, a, like, literally a heads up. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. A falling satellite has a 1 in 2,500 chance of landing on someone today, and I haven't read anything that it's fallen yet, so lucky you. You still have a little bit less than six hours to get hit on the head with something from outer space. <laughs> Can you sue? Yeah, well, not when you're dead. Oh, you think it's that big? It's a whole satellite? You don't think it'd just be a chunk by the time it makes it to the Earth? Uh, that I can't answer. Mm. Uh, NASA says an old satellite will fall back to Earth today, sometime mm. today. Um, and there's a 1 in 2,500 chance of it crushing someone. Oh, crush. Wow. They call those chances low. I don't know. One in 2,500. That's not low with the amount of people that's on the uh-huh. earth. Let's put it this way. You have a better chance of getting crushed by a falling old satellite than winning the lottery. Dang. Yeah. What about indoors? Are you safe indoors? Or like if this thing smashes into your house, you're still going to die. It weighs 660 pounds. Okay. You're okay. Yeah, you're they down. are hoping that most of it burns up before a reentry. Dang. They put it up there in 2002 to observe solar flares from the sun. They decommissioned it five years ago, and it's slowly been falling out of the orbit ever since. That's the problem. We put so much crap up there. Right. They don't have a better system of taking it down? Yeah, it's called burning up. Like, most of the stuff that falls in is so, like, you're, you, they use as little metal and materials as possible for those things because whatever you put on it, you have to bring up there. So most of them are thin enough and made of materials enough that they are going to burn up and reentry. Uh, it says last time they checked, their prediction would crash land somewhere around 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. So, well, we got seven. Dude, how awesome would that minutes. be? We're looking outside the window. We're talking about it, and it crashes right there. You guys there. see a fireball? <laughs> that this would not be cool. I would be freaked out. Live on the radio, a falling oh satellite. Uh, they said it could come crashing down up to 16 hours before that. But I haven't seen anything. You guys seen anything? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen or heard anything. There's no viral video out right now. Nothing. I got to tell you, though, like if, if I got hit with that and I survived, I would feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Not because I survived, because I was the one that got hit by the thing. Yes. I mean, like I was chosen. Like It, it depends on what you believe in. Like I'm a big, I believe in the universe and everything happens for a reason and, um, Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I was chosen to get hit by a falling piece of metal from outer space. Like, how awesome is my life right now? Well, let's add a layer to that. You've survived this thing. You were not only chosen, you were chosen because you could survive it. The Uh universe knew you could take it. That's really, really good. That is. Well, heads up if you're walking around. (laughs) Heads up. Be careful. Be careful. This is a warning from us to you. <laughs> you laughing, Nelson. Oh, no, no, this is really good. Heads up. This is coming from NASA, too. This yeah. ain't no joke. This is NASA people. These are smart people. They are. Yeah. Your name is Curtis Jackson. <laughs> Hello? Well, I need can to. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, now we can hear you. Your name is Curtis Jackson. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. I heard you talking about things falling from the sky. I didn't realize you was talking about a satellite, but my brother, he did fall from the sky, and he died about five years ago. Oh, no. Why did he? What, what do you mean he fell from the sky? He fell off a tree or something? No, sir. He was. Uh, he had a brilliant idea to make a five-hole golf course on the side of a mountain there in Tennessee, and 
He was uh, he was the only man to ever play, the last man to play, and the only man to die on that golf course. So he found it fell off the mountain, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, sir. He fell onto a car, and uh, the uh, the people there they wanted to sue the Tennessee Road Department, and they didn't want to pay. So then they called me, and I said, "Look, I told them." He was a dumbass idea, and he was a dumbass for doing it. So don't be coming looking to me for money. Oh, okay. So you, you, you're okay with your brother dying because okay. he's a dummy. Yes, sir. He died doing what he loved. He died being the dumbass. Everything he did was dumb as hell. Oh. <laughs> okay, Curtis. <laughs> I like Curtis. You don't sound sad at all. Isn't that the same name as uh, Fitty? It yeah. is. His Fitty. name is Curtis. You know you have the same name as a rapper? <laughs> Yes, sir. It took me a few years to figure that out. People, I'd tell them my name, and they'd say 50 cent, and I'd say, sir, I I wish I could, but I just can't afford it right now. (laughs) (laughs) One one nice man told me he was actually a rapper. I was like, okay, uh, I don't quite listen to that, but that that does kind of make a little bit more sense now. (laughs) I got to tell you, Curtis, I like you. You can call the show anytime. You local? You live here? Yes, sir. I just moved out there to Swingle. I'm from Bowling Green, Kentucky, but my wife and uh, my brother both died in the past 10 years. So I figured there wasn't much more out there for me. Yeah. You move here by yourself? You're not married? I, well, obviously not. Oh. No, sir. I'm uh, I'm living in my van. I'm over here at this farmer's land. He's letting me stay here and do a little bit of work for money, but if you know any women, I would be down to have a woman in my life again. It's been... Ten years since my sweet Irene died. What, what kind of woman are you looking for? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, right now we ain't got much to clean in the van. You know, I'm trying to make it all the way to the beach. They say there's a beach somewhere out here. I'd like to get a house out there. But for now, you know, just someone to give me some good food, cook. I like beanies with the weenies and the corn dogs and the hats and you know it maybe the end of the night there's a big old platter of cooch right on my crotch (laughs) so you're looking for a woman that cooks cleans and likes to have sex yes sir yes sir like i said the cleaning ain't a big responsibility at the moment since we just in the van right now but when we finish moving out to the beach you know we'll need someone to clean up the beach house hopefully i can find me one do you have money oh uh, i got a few dollars you know like i said i'm over here i'm working for this farmer trying to i used all my money to get here to swingo so i'm trying to get a few more dollars and Hopefully I sell my van and get me a nice little camper on the beach. All right. Well, uh, I don't have time to dig into what type of woman you're looking for or help you out, but I can tell you that Nelson is, when he's not banging Nikki D. And that's never. He's looking for uh, a lady, so maybe you two could be wing guys, wing people, wingmen. Well, I just got that second bedroom. Yeah. You need a place to stay, Curtis, because he's got a second bedroom in a... uh, Let's call it a four-star apartment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, sure, that, that, I mean, I got my van. If I can park it outside, yep. that'd be great. But uh, uh-huh. that, that Nelson fella sounds a little funny. I don't know if he'd try to do something to me in the night or not. Nelson? <laughs> He's silent, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I am lonely, when Curtis. Nick, when Nikki turns him down, he needs somebody. <laughs> Negative. All right. Uh, Negative. Curtis, uh, we're new as well, as I don't know if you know that or not. So welcome to town. All right. And uh, feel free to call us anytime. You're a very interesting fella. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, call us anytime. All right. 
Yes, sir. I, I just heard you on the on the radio. I got I just about the only thing I have to listen to anything. I got me a flip phone, but uh, you know I didn't got nobody to call, so I'd, I'd be more than happy to call and talk to y'all. Yeah. Well, we we're that's kind of why what people listen to us. We're the last resort. <laughs> we're the alternative to nothing else going on in your life. This is the radio. All right, we got to run, Curtis. Thank you so much, buddy. All right, thank you, fella. Y'all have a good night. You too. Bye, we'll Curtis. I could be good friends with him. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. What's that? I haven't heard that twang in a minute. Interesting. Very interesting. Did he say he moved out here to swing, or did he say a city? I thought he said he moved out here to swing. See, I wasn't going to bring that up because I didn't want to look like the guy that didn't know the city that he said. I'll say that. I'll be the one. But I, did, I don't know. I agree. I don't know. It sounded it, like it he came out city. here to swing. It's where he lives. There's a, oh. there's a lot of things that he said that kind of muddled, muddled together. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to keep the conversation moving forward. Oh, my God. All right, fourth and final round, yeah? This is it. This, this is, is it, it, right? Okay, headlines. What do you got? I know we'll see if you can win that game. I got I got the yeah. point score here. Thanks. I'm going to tell you what King's tradition is being halted tomorrow and why Netflix is being sued. All right, get you all that in just a minute. It's the BS on 90 Rocks. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all I just thought of this. I'm sorry to hijack my headlines. Yeah. Okay. But earlier, no, actually, I'm not. I'm actually contributing to your headlines. Earlier, you talked about uh, the end of the world. Somebody Mm -hmm. said stuff's going to fall out of the sky like on Sunday. Right. And we were just talking about the satellite falling from the sky. Mm -hmm. We were. And NASA said it's supposed to happen today. Maybe all the satellites fall at the same time. Today and Sunday? Or yeah, today? Yeah, today. and t- Like, t- you know, it's a Wednesday through Sunday thing. Okay. They're just going to keep falling Just daily. keep falling. They just fall out of the sky. That could be happening. Ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. All right. I was just that a theory. That could be it. I'm just trying to put it all together. All right. <laughs> uh, two big stories from today. Give me your first one. Uh, Kings fans headed to Chase Center have some restrictions. H7. Well, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a beam. If you've been downtown during the last couple of months following a King's victory, chances are you've seen this beautiful work of art shining in the night sky. So we have several things going on that we're always excited about here. One of them being the beam. Another one of the King's traditions that go on here is the cowbells. So if you paid attention at any of the games, you'll see that they all have their cowbells and they're ringing them, ringing them, ringing them. They're excited. Well, apparently they will not be able... There yeah, it is. there we go. We lighten the beam. On point. <laughs> they won't be able to play, I mean, to take their cowbells into Chase Center because it's considered prohibited as a noise-making item. Well, and a weapon. Is it? A really? cowbell? Yeah. Uh, Come on. I, I'm assuming, like, the noise thing, yeah, cow, I mean, cowboys, cowboys make a lot of noise, and that's, I guess, our thing, and they don't mm-hmm. want our thing to get involved in their thing. Whatever their rules are, it's fine. But can you imagine getting hit by a cowbell? But our people are calm. Our fans are good. We haven't had any issues. I don't think anybody would hit anybody with it. But have you been to a sporting event? I mean, yeah, maybe the last two games were fine, but something's <laughs> bound to happen. Yeah, I'm surprised with all of the restrictions that you have of bringing things into a stadium and an arena that you can still bring a cowbell. Right, yeah. Make sure everything's in that clear bag that's only this size, like enough that you could put uh, a chapstick in your in, in, in a dollar. And a knife. And a knife. <laughs> Do you know what famous coach made cowbells a thing here? 
What famous coach? Famous basketball coach. Who would you guess? Made cowbells a thing in Sacramento? Yep. I don't know. Phil Knight. That's the only. Who'd you say? Phil Knight. Oh, that was a good guess. Phil Jackson, uh, the Chicago Bulls head coach, because he called Sacramento a cow town. So the fans start bringing in cowbells. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's how it all got started. And plus, Draymond. Yeah. Draymond Green won't be in the game because he's been suspended for game three. So it's no nobody won't throw anything at him. Really? Uh, that's mm-hmm. a really good useless, actually not even useless, useful yeah. fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. I so learned something. Start bringing the cowbells in. Never knew that. All right. Next one. All right. Next one is Netflix may have made a million dollar mistake. H8. Have you heard about Kai, the hitchhiking hatchet hero? This dude went from this heroic, beautiful person to wanted for murder. An absolute bizarre scene here in West Fresno. A man plows his car into a PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. Two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. So I f***ing ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Most people remember this viral video, the smash, smash, smash that went viral when this hitchhiker caught a ride with this guy and all kind of stuff broke loose. Well, there was a guy assaulting a woman. Mm-hmm. Right, but he was he hitchhiking with him. Right. And then he assaulted the woman. He got out and hit him with a hatchet. Right. The hitchhiker was the good guy. Well, in this scenario, he was, but then he ended up actually murdering somebody mm-hmm. in New Jersey, and now he's in prison. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't get ha- through this whole documentary. Oh, yeah. yeah it's crazy. The so they have things. the documentary on Netflix called The Hatchet yeah. Wielding Hitchhiker. Well, they used another guy's image named Taylor Hazelwood when they're putting up the promotions because Taylor was with his friends and he took a picture with a hatchet and he named it something. And so I guess when they're pulling images off of the internet, they weren't careful and they put his image in the documentary twice. Ooh. So he's suing Netflix for a million dollars. really? Yes, for having oh. his name attached to something so heinous. And oh. he might win this. Oh, yeah. Because the picture's there. You can clearly see it. Oh, please. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> God in heaven. Please, if you grant little baby Jay one wish, wish that Netflix uses his image in some weird documentary <laughs> twice, three times, four times a lady, whatever. <laughs> Just use it so I can I can win a million dollars from Netflix. Oh my God! Right? Please, just have them deep fake my face on a naked body. Do something. I just want money, dear God. I will not ask you for anything else ever again, other than any time I ride in a plane to not make it bumpy. That's the only other thing I'm gonna ask you for. Got to close it out with the amen. Amen, dude. All right, seal it up. Dude. Yeah, so he's on Netflix, and he's he's probably going to win. Yeah. Probably going to settle with him because they, they can't deny it. I like, saw the photos. It's there. God, I wish this story wouldn't have gotten out. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. See if Nikki D can get to the 14,000 mark. I'm going to get there. On the sports anthem game, now that we have a new one for the Kings, by my new favorite artist. Uh, young Diz. No, Young Zell. Young Zell. See, we renamed him. Yeah, Young Zell is my new favorite. I was about to call him Young Den. This is my guy right here. I'm getting a poster put on my wall. I think you'll have to make that yourself. I don't know that there's any merch of that kind available yet. I'm going to youngzell.com right now. He's my man. All right, again, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Give us some minutes. The BS on 98 Rock.
As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. <clears throat> Finish up here. See if Nikki can uh, get to that 14th. I'm, I'm reporting this guy on Instagram. This is being a douche. <laughs> Looking at pictures of him and his ugly wife. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I'm going to report him for hate speech. <laughs> Because he's ugly? Or is no, ugly? just because he's being a dick. Just being oh, a hater. Okay. Like, I just, I just never understood why people go on social media and say mean things. I just don't understand it. You already and then know you, the saying. I know, but you, and then you go and you look at them and you're like, God, your life just looks horrible. But maybe that's the reason. You got to have haters or you're not popping. No, I know that. But every once in a while, I like to get involved. No, don't get involved. No, no, no. I just report him for hate speech. Mm-hmm. I said he was posting swastikas. <laughs> Oh, my God. They should should have an option for ugly photos. Because this dude's, like, not good. I mean, you know. It happens. That's that's how they mostly look. (laughs) Yeah. All right, you're at 20 points. Oh, Oh, by the way. more points than that. No, 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 you got got subtracted. So here, uh, earlier we were telling you, we (laughs) our Kings have a new anthem from uh, my man. My man. Uh, young Zell. Listen to this. Ah. Like the beam now. Like the beam now. Sounds like he says like a fella. Like a fella. Like a fella. He said you could tell him. So I love this guy. I, I love the camaraderie. I love somebody talented and creative. That's like, and maybe you're going, dude, don't you work at a rock station? Why are you like putting over this rapper guy? Well, if you're a local ra- uh, rock band, why don't you make a damn anthem? Exactly. You know, if make you're a, rocker anthem if you're a country game. dude, make or woman, make an anthem. But no other genre ever makes anthems for sports teams other than rap. So what does that tell you? It tells you, you got to get better at uh, making anthems. Got to get on your job. And rock is anthems. I mean, like, that's all rock is, at least what it used to be. Right. The best anthems. So you notice when you go to sporting events now, all they play is this rap. Mm-hmm. And the the be- to me, the word anthem is specific to the rock genre. Right. But not anymore. That's all changed. Rock let it slip out of its hands. I mean, like, uh, we will rock you and all that stuff. So anyway. Rock you. We were playing other sports anth- uh, anthems, and Nikki D started out really, really good. Which is why I don't know how I ended up with 20 points. I was on fire. Oh, it was Take Me Out of the Ball Game lost a lot of points. Because <laughs> yeah, you was. wanted to bring a hot right dog song. and crackers. And I think you were drinking <laughs> chips. And you were drinking chips. <laughs> so un American, you commie bastard. All right, so you have two left. This one is worth 9,200 points. Okay. What's this, what's, what do we got? Wisconsin Badgers. Ooh, the Badgers. That sounds like a hockey team too. Well, it's a college. Oh. And 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 that's their their mascot, but they have numerous sports at said college. <laughs> uh this this is their anthem is Jump Around. Like the rap song Jump Around? Well, you tell me for nine thousand two hundred and four. That's what points. I'm about to sing then. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Jump around. Mm. Mm. Jump around. Mm. Mm. Jump around. Mm. Mm. Jump up and up and get down. Oh, jump, there you go. jump, jump, jump. Okay. Everybody jump. Okay. <laughs> 9,202 points, I think I said. Yes, you did. All right, let me get A7. Ow! Oh. Why is she cheering? Because I'm right. You sure? Yep. 
We talking about the chorus. He playing the whole song. Pack it up, pack it you in. Want, okay, let want... me begin. Okay. All right. So you're at. Very good. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Give her applause. Give her a light the beam. Mm-hmm. Light my beam. Light my beam. All right. Very good. Sound like she was singing yeah. Chris Cross junk to me. Really, Nelson? You got to be kidding me. I just nail jump around. Stop okay. trying to play with me. What's right. next? You're at 9,222 points. Okay. In order to win. Don't give me no crazy subtraction number. No, well, if you get it right then. Don't tell me what, what you're going to do. No, no, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to put you over the top if you get this last one. And this is one everybody knows. Is it, though? Chicago Bulls. They play basketball. They do. And a lot of people don't know the name of the song, but you always know their anthem. The lights go out. I think they might have been the first to do it. They were. The best that I can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Number 23! Yep. Megan! Yeah, you have a cleft palate, or are you being an announcer? I'm an announcer. Oh, I gotcha. Number 24! Okay, so I don't think it's words to this. Uh, serious is the so, song. Serious. I think it goes. Are you listen to me. I'm telling you the name of the song. Serious. Yeah, the, I gotta. You messing up my brain. Okay, so I think it goes. Okay. Y'all ready for this? Okay. Is that what the Bulls do? All right. Well, you tell me for for four thousand <laughs> for four thousand seven hundred and seventy seven points. That's it. Mm, mm, okay. Mm, 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 mm. Y'all ready for this? Give me A8. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to tell you. This sounds like a song from Billy Jean. I got to tell you, I think... And I want to be nice here. I think you knew what you. I think you what you were trying to do was this song. <laughs> I agree. You agree? I agree. Let's give her the points. Let's end the show on a positive yes, note. Let's do it. All right. Let's light that beam. Nine thousand two hundred twenty-two <laughs> plus four thousand seven hundred seventy-seven gives us thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. So you're one shy. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Crazy man. <laughs> of course, I'm shy. All right, uh, what you got before we get out? <laughs> like the bean now. Everybody, everybody, like the bean now. You should see her when she does that. She looks down, and for some <laughs> reason, when her head goes down, her breasts go up. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's why. like they're attached by some rope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start feeling around, see if I can get strings. <laughs> Nelson. Uh, I just wanted to uh, reiterate to Curtis, who had called in, he's lonely and living on a farm, that my new apartment is open and available to him. To Four to star. Him. There you go. Four star. <laughs> oh, uh, please give us a follow at Listen to the BS on Instagram, Facebook, at The Bailey Show on the YouTube, uh, the Odyssey app. Get the podcast as well as TheBaileyShow.com. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.